Got the little Jamaican air horn going on. You heard that, right? That's, yeah. that's that's when you know a party is a party. Yeah, come on. When they when they hit the air horn, it's 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 really official when that happens. <laughs> like you 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 might as well just slap a wall at that point. Yeah, <laughs> like I always wanted to know that. Like, what about if like you you in the the, the reggae spot, right? Uh huh. And you know what I mean? A DJ is overfeeling himself, right? Like he think he doing he think he doing the business and he not. Uh-huh. And he drop it he drops an unofficial air horn on the party. Just for no reason. It's just like he just dropped like, the air horn. Like like this it's uncalled for hair horn. Yeah, like just like woo woo like and <laughs> drops it like two, three or four times in a row. Like does the Jamaican party kind of just look at this nigga like Yo, we we looking at him like, yo, what are you doing? That, that, that that's a, that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta really, the ear horn is like a special equipment. It's like a secret weapon for the DJ because okay. if the party is really getting hype and you in that zone, you drop that ear horn, it, it elevates it to like level ten, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like I've been at parties that was an eight, right? Like yeah. a solid eight. And then, like, you know what I mean? Like, the right ass-shaking song come off for the ladies. Like, you know what I mean? Wine, your poom-poom, or whatever. Yo, you know what's crazy? They drop an air horn? Yo, the air horn will, like, remix the party. You remember when they used to do, like, probably, like, the early 2000s when they was trying to do their hip-hop reggae thing with Foxy Brown and Lil' Kim was doing a little hip-hop baby shams, right? Well, when they hit the air horn... You remember who go like the regular hip hop beat and then the air horn would drop and then it'll switch to the reggae joint? Oh man, the air horn really set things off. But, That's why I said the air horn. This is like a. But I have heard situations where the air horn was like, dog, this ain't the time to be. Like, like at 10 p.m. when the party is started. That's not the right time to be dropping no air horn. Nah, nah, nah. You can't drop. I, like, first of all, the air horn can't be dropped until at least one. Has to be one past o'clock. one o'clock. Like anything before one o'clock is a premature. Unless drop. you're in Jamaica, you know what I mean. Unless you're in like you know. What I mean? like, the the question I'm is part- in Jamaica, they don't even have the DJ ear horn. They got the real ear horn. Yeah, that's true. The joint in the can. That's like you got to show up to the club with the can ear horn. Yeah, and like that. That's when you can tell the party is really. Like, I don't know if I'm really, I'm going to be honest with you, Dan. I don't know if I'm ready for a, a Jamaican, a true Jamaican dance hall party. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. All right. Let me, let me ask you a question. Are you, are you all right? Because you got to ask yourself this question. Have you partied at the West before? Yes. Yes. Many of nights. Ma- many nights. Okay. Many Have nights. you partied at Sunset Cafe before? Yes, many of my. All right. So if you can, if you have partied at the Western Sunset Cafe, <laughs> you're at least 80% there for a Jamaican party. Oh, okay. Because right. it's not too far off from if you go to a party at Yard. The only difference there is, you know, it's a little bit more third worldish, depending yeah. on where you go. <laughs> And I'm not gonna lie, son. Like you know, what I mean, big ups to all my my true Jamaican ladies out there. Right? Mm-hmm. But what? I don't know. Like it, this is the thing, right? Mm-hmm. They're so nice. They're such nice women. They are outside the club. Absolutely, like, they're very very like, easy. Like 
very nurturing. And Absolutely. I mean, like they'll, they'll cook for you, clean, clean. Support, you know what I mean? Support like, you. Support hardworking, hardworking women. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? like, Multiple jobs, long hours. Absolutely. Agree. Long hours. Is this some? I don't know if it's like the beat or the rum punch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's when it connects together, but there are some very aggressive women when it comes to dancing. Like I'm talking about, like you could be standing there, right? Because I'm an American, mm-hmm. right? Like so, sometimes I look like, you know, what I mean, I'm just doing my two step. You know what I mean? Like so, they they can tell automatically. Oh, that's the American. Oh you know yeah, what I mean? they, like, they they could just look at the way you went left to right. Oh, he ain't Jamaican at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> Plus, I'm not doing the little. You know, you know that little shoulder dance y'all do. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, With y'all two step, y'all the, put the little shoulder into it. Yeah, well, you got to dip into it a little bit. With the, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, y'all, y'all got the nice little dip in y'all two step. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like just a little dip that you know what I mean is un, unapologetically West Indian. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like so, Jamaicans brought the dancing back, but we, let me let me finish hearing where you going to with this. No, 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 I, no. I, get, I get your point. So. It's like they look at me like a like a mark. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna put my big Jamaican ass all over this nigga. Like, oh yeah, you definitely a lick. Yeah, I'm, but they gonna do it to me all crazy. Like, like the next, like they jumping all off your joint. You like, oh shit, like yo, shorty, like I'm, I'm, I'm just standing here, like I was trying to do much. You, you, you know what's crazy? It's kind of like when you go to the Jamaican club. There's only one more thing that as is as frightening. <laughs> It's like okay. either hollering at a New York shorty on the street because you know what comes with that. It's going to be oh, attitude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a that's a, a long. See, fight, the thing about New right? York women, like mm-hmm. if they're going to diss you, it's probably the hardest diss ever. Yeah, it's going to be a disrespectful diss. It's it's just no way around it. You just even saying hi, it turns yeah. out to be something. It's going to turn nasty. So so that that as a man, you got to build up a lot of courage to even think about doing something like that. Then secondly. To go to the West Indian Club and think that you're gonna dance, you gotta build up that courage, my friend, because it's not gonna be an easy dance. They're there to listen. It's not. They're not there to dance with you. They're there to embarrass you. Yeah, this is what yeah, it is. That's very true. They're there to embarrass you. They're, they're there yep. to put hurt their you, womanly parts <laughs> all over you without without any say so from you. Yeah, you you have no control of the dance, by the way. Number two, no, 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 no. Like that's the worst kept secret. Like if you're going to a yeah. West Indian club and you're looking to dance with women, you kind of don't have the right idea. It, it's it's, it's like the WWE, you. Like, bro. You know what I mean? Like it, it, I like you. Yep. I'm going to put. I'm going to trap you on a wall. Yep. You're stuck. And you're boxed. And pretty much. I hate to say this, just not have sex, but have. Sex with their clothes on. extremely dry like, humping, like, you know what I mean? Like, tenth degree, their ass yes. is not going to leave your lap. No, for that, for that extended amount of time, like she don't care how you could be rock hard, like lion. Mm-hmm. Rock. Mm-hmm. She's still not. She's not going to stop. No, like, that's not going. Like it's, that's not going to stop her. It's a continuous mm-hmm. whine, and, and you know, even like I think at some point, like we, I don't know, I, I, I haven't met a guy that wants to dance more than three songs. I mean, that's a long time. It's like dancing to me is like getting in a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm only, I'm only good. For we, two, we go for three minutes. Half. You know, it's two and a half, and, and after that point, I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? So like, they come ready to dance like the full five five song set, and if you're not yeah, ready for yeah, that, yeah. forget about it. And it's another thing too. 
When you go to West Indian Club, if you're not ready to dance, you cannot be in the center of the club. You got to play the back corner by the bar. Yeah, if you're not ready to be thrown upon, mm-hmm. and they don't care what's in your hand, like you get like oh, you get two drinks. The you oh, yeah. are oh, yeah. is the more they want to get you out yeah. of your zone. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Like, because I'm a pretty cool guy in the club. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I've mastered the being cool in the club thing. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. that's the more they want to go. Like, the bigger your joint is, the more drink you have in your hand. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like that's the more they really want to fuck with you, like you, to see. If, I think they want you to drop your shit. Like, I think, I think at the at the one. Jamaican club, it's all about the the accessories, right? It's like not only do you have to look fly, you also <laughs> have to have the biggest spliff. It, it's yes, like it's like I've I've, I've right. been to clubs where it's like they smoke, but then at some point when I'm like, how much can you actually smoke in a? How long is the club? What like you know, somebody gonna spend the club two hours? Two hours. Two hours. Like I've witnessed people go through at least ten spliffs in a two-hour window. <laughs> ten, and I'm like, how? I've been that. I've been like, that you've been that. Been that you look like you've been, been that guy. That. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I don't want to be judgy, but I know you've been that guy. Oh my god! So, what's the experience of having to do that? Because I've never, I've never even thought about that. <laughs> a ten, a ten spliff night in a, a two-hour a session. A ten spliff in a two-hour <laughs> session. I've never thought about it ever. All right. First of all, it's the music that gets you, right? Mm. You know what I mean? Like air horn or no air horn? Does the air horn add an extra spliff or does it like, you know, is you it gonna definitely happen? like all right. Say if you your hands is like non busy at that time, right? <laughs> okay. And mm. the air, air horn goes, right? Mm-hmm. You definitely gotta light up a spliff. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's kinda like, oh shit, the air horn's on. That's spliff time. Spliff, that's right? spliff time. Like even if you was like at the bar trying to get a drink, once you hear the air horn, you got to drop everything you're doing and go. No, for no, no, no. You okay. got to get your drink first. And then, right, you know right, what I mean? All right. You gotta you you gotta roll up. You gotta at least have a spliff ready to smoke. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yep. And in the rest Indian club, you gotta have this spliff to like drink ratio, like. If you're a smoker, you know what I mean? Like, you got to have the big spliff with the drink. Can you, know you have... Like, or it don't... What drink goes with the spliff? Like. Is it like, you know, can you drink a beer with the spliff? Or is it got to no, be like rum? No, no, you definitely can't drink a beer. Yeah, I've never seen anybody yeah. with a, a spliff and a beer. Huh? I, I've, I've never yeah, I've never really that. seen like, that combination I'm, together. Like, I've, I've seen yeah. that from, like, old guys. Oh, yeah, the older like, guys. Yeah, like, the, like my father age. They definitely spliff and beer type. Yeah. Yeah, like your pop's age, my pop yeah. age. But these I mean? new like, age guys, y'all, y'all, when I, from what I see, it's definitely what, what y'all like to do dark rums with the spliff. Yeah, like, okay, like you could tell in what generation they're in, because you got the, and then you could tell how much money you got, because then the baller Jamaican niggas mm. got the spliff with the bottle of champagne. Oh, yeah, the spliff with the champagne. That's for the real show out guys. Yeah, that's for the show out yeah, guy. Like the show you're really out. showing your ass. Like, like you got a spliff in a bottle of champagne. That's got to be or, a wild taste because you know champagne tastes like fucking piss. I like champagne personally. So I mean, I don't if it's rose, you know I mean? plus if it's rose, you, you can drink can champagne all night. I'm more of a rose. I'm a rose guy. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, I can't do but regular champagne. The spliff in champagne is definitely a vibe. You know what really? I mean? Like because now you like that. at <laughs> what. You know what I mean, and you can you can excuse me if I'm if I'm talking out of out of line, but you feel like a boss don. You know what I mean? You're not like you're, let's you're, not get listen. Twisted. First you're of not, all, you know if, I mean? if you think that whatsoever, all right, you know let me mean? let me make a correction to you. 
It's the feeling. If, if, okay. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a lot of people in the club with a spliff and champagne feeling like a boss Don, and nobody even knows who the hell they are. Yeah, yeah nobody knows who you are. Oh, wow. Probably not. That's, that's, uh, that feels like social media, if you ask me. It, it, it's very social media-esque. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely um, social media. The big spliff mm-hmm. in the bottle of champagne, you do have to be with the right people. If they don't know you, you don't want to be in because, a club with a bottle of champagne and no one knows you. It's not a good look. It's actually pretty not, dangerous. Not for your safety after the club. <laughs> yeah, because you're going to you know get I mean? robbed. <laughs> yeah, right. Listen, first of all, you know damn well in the Jamaica club, people are not walking around with champagne bottles. Not even in a regular American club, people are walking around. With champagne <laughs> bottles, you have to be either completely out of your fucking mind, mm-hmm. or the bosses don nigga ever to walk around the club with a bottle of champagne and not be in VIP. By the way, because you know Jamaican clubs they don't got the VIP. They they nah, they nah, got nah, the they the, the VIP is where the fuck you standing with a bucket of uh, champagne at your foot. Yeah, like. And see, that's the thing I do like about the Jamaican club. They don't have no respect to person. No, you know what I mean? Like everybody, like you know what I mean. You can have your little crew corner mm-hmm. where your crew is congregated, but it's not one of those like this is VIP. You no. know what I mean? Like, no one has VIP in the Jamaican no. club. No, they don't do that. No, you know what I mean? Like it, they don't believe in that. But everybody, you're right. I do like that. That's kind of like it. Kind of level sets people a little bit. It does, and it, and it, and, it, and I hate to say this. It, the is the real from the fake. Mm, mm. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's real easy to be a real nigga in VIP. Oh, yeah. When you're in VIP and you're separated, for some reason, it, it builds a level of confidence that you didn't have before <laughs> that bottle came. Like, <laughs> once the bottle came, you were like, okay, I'm that nigga right now. Prior to the bottle, yeah. you was around looking a little scary. Yeah, like, now you have a whole, like, little section Mm-hmm. Where it's just you and your people, and everybody's looking at you. So even if they don't know you, they're kind of like he has to be somebody because he's in VIP. So you want to hear something funny about that, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously, you know, I was a promoter, right? Um, Wall Street Dave himself, right? And uh, mm-hmm. hold on, let me drop my drink. Wall Street Dave. All right. So uh, with the Wall Street Dave. You want to know what one of my strategies was, right? Well, my man years ago came to me and said, yo, Dave, um, I got a club. I want I want to promote it. Would you do it with me? I'm thinking to him, like, at this point, my nigga, I'm like, nothing I want to say nobody, but I was only known in my neighborhood, in my city. And that was as far yeah. as it went. You know what I'm saying? And okay. I'm like, nigga, like, I don't know nobody. He's like, well, I'll teach you what to do. But one thing I did do is I was like, hmm, I know back home they used to call me Wall Street. I was like, hmm, somebody sees Wall Street in the club. What will they see? And that's when I came with doing the bottles of champagne, VIP everywhere. Mm. So anytime if you look at my older pictures, every time you saw me, I had a bottle of rosé. Yeah, and, and this is like 09, 2010. Mm-hmm. And what I realized is I'm not from, and I ain't going to lie, that bottle made me popular, my guy. It made me popular. <laughs> And one thing I used to do is I used to go to the um, the store, the liquor store before the club. I would go mm-hmm. buy a case of some cheap-ass champagne. It probably cost me like $30, $40, right? But I get like six yeah. bottles in that motherfucker. And I would go and give it to the, the finest ladies in the club. See? 
Randomly. I'll just walk up to him. Here's yeah, a bottle of randomly. champagne. Here's a bottle of champagne. Now they looking at him like, oh, you're Wall Street. This, Bro, you know what I mean? Exactly. You're the champagne guy. You know what they, I mean? Like, they don't know it's cheap champagne. It's just a bottle of champagne in the club. Makes them feel like, oh, but, wow, I'm special. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I could, okay, right? Mm-hmm. I could go to the store, right? And buy a bottle of Casamigo, right? Yep. It's not. It's nothing. Like it's small. You know what I mean, thirty five, fifty five, whatever. Yeah, forty five, fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. The same bottle when I go to the club is four hundred dollars. Easily, right? Easily, easily. The, they haven't changed the liquor. Mm-mm. Nothing at all. The only thing they have changed is the place and time that we're giving it to you, mm-hmm. right? The same thing with them with the bottles, right? Because they've probably just spent three hundred dollars or two hundred fifty on a bottle of Hennessy. Right Easily. between all of them, and right? that's what. How much? How much? Uh, like what? Uh, the big bottle of Henny costs us like what? So Fifty nine 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 for the big joint. Yeah. Right? for the big joint, right? Yeah, for the big joint. That's the biggest bottle of Hennessy, regular Hennessy you could buy is probably like a buck twenty five. And you right? seen it in the club how much Henny in the club costs, dog? The fifth of Henny in the club is like what? Two fifty, three hundred dollars. Easily. Easily. Mm-hmm. So when you gave them that bottle of champagne, mm-hmm. they're thinking you went to the back, to the bar, mm-hmm. to the back, paid that absorbent and overpriced. Oh to yeah, give it to them. and and that's what you. But you know what it bought me? It bought me loyalty. It bought me loyalty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Plus, not for nothing, we used to have the camera guy. This is before Instagram, so we had the camera guy that would come around with the fake camera. It, it wasn't even a camera. It was like a, you know, I'm on flip phone shits that take the little snap pictures, right? Yep. And, and take those, and we would take pictures of me with a bottle, my boys with a bottle, the girls with the bottles, and then like if I felt like I knew a dude, what I used to do is I used to go like invite the hustlers to the club, like yo, I know a dude was moving some shit. I'd be like yo, come to the club, I got you on something. They, they would show up. They're like, "Fuck it," you know what I'm saying? Show up. I give them a cheap bottle of champagne. Now them niggas knew it was cheap because you know hustlers know cheap champagne. They're like, "Can you give me some fucking Andre? What the fuck?" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we gonna give some Andre? But but they would still drink that shit. You know what I'm saying? And of course, <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna give up the cheap Andre, right? And then, um, but they would be in the pitches, and the pitches would go out, and it would make them niggas look like they was extra balling. Yeah, because they got the bottle of champagne. Exactly, because nobody's plus paying whatever, attention plus to whatever the bottle they bought. Plus they so bought now. bottles. Plus they bought bottles. But you know what is funny? Back then, when I was promoting and I just started, their club owners wasn't even carrying bottles. That wasn't mm-hmm. a thing. That wasn't a thing. Like, because you got to think about it, right? Mm-hmm. And this is why I say the devil is in the details. Yeah, right. That's one of my favorite great quotes. By the way, absolutely. Earth, right? That the devil is in the details. Right, mm-hmm. this is why they did not want to because it's similar to selling drugs. The money's in the breakdown. So why would I sell you a bottle of two fifty for two fifty? Right. Yep. When I can break that same bottle down and probably get that same amount of money. Ain't nobody breaking down no goddamn champagne. Now, 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 Henny, I can get it. Who's buying a flute of champagne in the club? 
What Jamaican club you ever been to and seen? All right. You know I promoted uptown and downtown. So there would be nights I'd be downtown at the big parties, right, with Mm -hmm. all of the the, 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 the medium crowd, I'm going to call it, right, the Hasadiddy ones. And then you know I'm okay, uptown the, with the split okay, smokers. Okay, so you was downtown with the Americans, yeah, the the Jamaicans, the Hasidity Jamaicans, yeah, because you know the, 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 the and the Spanish, people. the real Jamaicans the, never came downtown. It was the really Hasidity Jamaicans. The Spanish people came downtown though. Yeah, the Hasidity, uh, the Hasidity, and out of town. Puerto Ricans, because you know they got their own thing cooking on Park Street. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They, the real, the real Puerto Ricans is not leaving Park Street. You absolutely correct. No, just but like the real Jamaicans is not, not leaving, leaving you know north. I mean? But I would get that little blend downtown, and then you know you sprinkle in like the Americans, because the Americans they go everywhere. I've seen Americans in, in Spanish spots. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> I'm saying, oh, they, see the Ameri- <laughs> see, American, an American. They man, don't I respect no guidelines. ACC. You are, especially in the A60, you are a free agent. Like, <laughs> let me get this. Let me get you. Let me get y'all all the way straight. Because we don't have shit. All at right, all. let's just keep it real. Let's keep it all the way where it's at. Let's keep it a buck. I don't got we shit. got downtown kind of sort of, but that's a hip hop night. Mm-hmm. But we don't have nothing for real. The Jamaicans got Main Street. The Puerto Ricans got Park Street. We're free agents. You see us wrap. Y'all just be everywhere. I've seen Americans everywhere. in like the Polish clubs. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. you doing here? Yeah. They just yeah. yeah. Go to New Britain to that Polish club. They be in there. The Americans Talk to that are, girl with the big dupa. They, they <laughs> the dupa. They everywhere, yo. Y'all, y'all Americans be everywhere. Look, you just even told me you was in the West Indian. You you yeah. just told me. And you know what y'all be doing? Well, you know, before we get into the shit, because, you know, we haven't started the pod yet. So we got to let me start off the pod with a disclaimer, because we about yeah, to get into some shit. It's once again, Wall Street Day, my man, Polo Square. This is the tapping. But we got to hit you with a disclaimer, because we about to get into some disrespectful shit. Let's go. The views, thoughts, and opinions of the host and guest of the tapping with Damon Polo may or may not reflect the accurate nature of the subject matter at hand. This is strictly for entertainment purposes only. And should not be taken seriously because these guys seriously have no sense. With that being said, thanks for tapping in. Please enjoy. Greenbacks, blue paper, every day I get it like the newspaper. You know it's your boy Cohiba season, and we only listening to Wall Street Dame. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Polo, Polo, what up? Yo, what up? What up? You already know, easy living on this side. Listen, it's good, yo, it's 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 we living good, man. As you like to say, easy living. Yo, we, we we've been talking for like a good twenty minutes, my nigga. And I had to draw. I had to be him the disclaimer because we about to go into another area of disrespectful conversation, but respectfully, yes, sir. right? Uh, with that being said, you now tapped in. This is the tapping with Dame. And Polo, you already know what it is. Shouts out to all the listeners that's been there with us. Listen, yo, I did the numbers. We got people tapping in, my guy. We have people tapping mm. in. They're listening. Shouts out to them. If you know, like my man Craig G used to say, tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes, it's sir. tapping. Tapping with us. We got the great content for you. We on all the DSPs. But fuck all that. Let's get back to business. You know, Let's I, get back I, I, I wanna I wanna talk about the Americans. Real quick, yes, sir. can I? Can I really go into this? Yeah, um, we're going into it. You know, you know, we're, yeah, we're yeah. It's easy living. We don't have no stone unturned. It's not we really don't talk about. You know? I mean, just like you could talk about the Jamaicans, because I'm pretty sure you got a lot you, for you to say about the Jamaicans. Um, yes, I do. As a a Jamaican looking at the American, <laughs> right? 
Mm-hmm. Why y'all gotta hijack the fucking oxtail, my guy? <laughs> Why y'all gotta hijack the oxtail? I need answers. Okay. See, this is the thing, right? Yeah. Please explain. Oxtail is a delicacy, right? Jamaicans do something special with the oxtail. Let's just let's just put it there. Facts. Like they do something completely special with that oxtail. One of a kind. One of a kind. The thing with Americans with the oxtail, we always think we could do it either better or we could put our blend on it and it's just going to take it to a next level. Not knowing that what the Jamaicans do with that oxtail is already on that next level. Seriously. You see what I'm like, saying? You like can't, you can't next level the next level. Next level. Like, we can't do nothing with it, right? But there's just like Jamaicans doing the baked macaroni and cheese. I, why did I know pie. you was going to go What's there? Why did I know What's you was going to go there? Okay, okay. All right. Can we can we make a trade? Like, as, as a okay. representative for Jamaicans, you represent an American. I'll trade in us never doing baked macaroni and cheese again because I agree with you. We we just have not figured that out. All right? No. Um, I don't know if we're using the wrong milk or, or, the, <laughs> or the wrong cheese. I have no idea. But y'all must have macaroni y'all making out in the South that we don't know about. But yeah. oxtails, what you doing with the oxtails? We need our recipes back, dog. We First of all, y'all single-handedly drove up the price of oxtail. Single-handedly. This is true. I seen, you know, I seen an oxtail boil. Ooh. Like a, you know, I the seen crab. an oxtail pizza. You can't make this shit up. You can't. What's you next? Can't. What? What's next? <laughs> oxtail fucking grits. Yo, I'm not gonna hold you. That oxtail with that with them cheese grits look oh, amazing. See, here you go. Oh, you here you they go. They looked amazing. I'm not gonna hold oh, you. They looked amazing. Okay, this is what I'm gonna ask you. Right, uh-huh. I'm gonna put this out here. Right, yeah, because. Jamaicans and Americans, we we share the same neighborhoods. We, we, we are definitely all, we're do. all black people. We we, overall, we be in the same right? mix. You not lying. So there has to be because I've seen a lot of Jamaican and black couples, right? Yes. So there has to be kids out there that's Jamaican and black, right? And you know it's funny that you say that. I want you to point something out. You said Jamaican mm-hmm. and black, and because you've lived in Hartford, you've picked this up on Jamaican. Never Jamaicans never really refer to themselves as black. No, They're they Jamaican. refer to themselves as Jamaican. <laughs> Jamaican. I remember filling out like a, a, a job employment and asked me my race, and it's a black African American, and I'm like, what the fuck is the Jamaican box? <laughs> <laughs> I want the Jamaican box. <laughs> uh, but w- w- without that being said, you know, you're right. Continue. Or- or Jamaicans call us Americans, which, you know what, I used yes, to take that as a fence, but when I got true. to know Jamaicans better, I'd rather be called American than black, but whatever, right? <laughs> so there has to be someone, some some young lady, some young man out there that has learned perfectly how to fusion their Jamaican dishes mm. with their black dishes. I have, have not I met seen that it person yet. yet? I haven't seen no, it. No, I have not. I haven't. But I know that person's out there, like, like ready to put, ready to put that, ready to put that out there. For the I, world. I, you know why I know this can't happen is because as a man that's well traveled, right? Mm-hmm. When I, when I think about okay, what cities in America have um, the best blend of Jamaican and blacks together? And I gotta say, well, New York, right? 
Um, of course. You know, New York is like the Bronx, all the boroughs. Um, yeah. I got to say, Bronx and Brooklyn by far, definitely leading Brooklyn, the way. Brooklyn and the Bronx are yeah. definitely leading. They're leading Brooklyn the pack. Bronx are definitely um, Hartford. Yeah, the beat. Uh, Springfield. Springfield. Definitely Springfield. It's, Springfield's a sleeper, believe it or not. Um, definitely, I would say Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Jamaicans have moved to Atlanta. Yeah, we've migrated there, and then and Miami, and Florida, more Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, not necessarily Miami. The Fort, Fort Lauderdale, Lauderdale yeah. Miami area, that whole that whole area. Now, one you know thing I, mean? I will say, where the fusion thing, where I've seen it happen, like the fusion hasn't really happened in New York. It hasn't really happened in, in Hartford, nor Fort Lauderdale, but it has happened in Atlanta, and I do not fucking like it. It's disgusting. Ooh, like, really? Let me tell you. All right, all right, let me talk my shit. Can I talk my shit? Don't talk your shit. I want you to talk your shit. Please talk your shit, mate. Listen, tap in with me if you if you agree or disagree. People, don't cancel me if you're from Atlanta. I love Atlanta. I'll be in Atlanta, man. That's like my second home, right? But okay. Atlanta... Big out to the A. Shouts out to the A. But Atlanta has some of the most trashest Jamaican food I've ever fucking had <laughs> in my life. I've not been to one fucking spot. I mean, I've gone out of my way. Nothing. Like, it's like Nothing. all the food there is fusion. And fusion is not the real thing. It's a fucking fusion. You know what conf- you know what fusion is? As as a as a as a black as a Jamaican? It's is- nothing but confusion. I go there and I order this meal. I think I'm about to have some authentic shit. And y'all throw fucking oxtail boils on the fucking menu? See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't, like, seafood boils, cool. Like, because, you know what I mean? I, I'm Geechee. Like, mm-hmm. I'm Geechee. My family's from Beaver, South oh, so Carolina. You, you, don't you black, black. Much more Geechee you, 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 black. you like, extra black. You like midnight black. Yeah, we like midnight black. We are the only place that wasn't enslaved. You Fact. know what I mean? Like, we got a lot going Shouts on. Shouts out to the Geechee. Yeah, I respect y'all. That's, that, that's that Carolina shit, yeah, right? Right. So, but we eat a lot of seafood like mm, a lot of seafood because okay. we're right next to the ocean so we eat a lot of seafood i've never once seen a oxtail boil like it doesn't even make sense it's not even like, exactly like how it doesn't make sense the, the two are not even fucking close no like it doesn't make, it makes completely no sense at all you know what i mean like you can ask people in new orleans because they got a they eat a lot of seafood because yeah. they right next to the water. And too. they 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 may and, do the boil with the Cajun, alligator. They, they may do the Cajun, alligator so they, in the boil. Like, you know what I mean? Just like us Geechee people got our history mm-hmm. as Black Americans. That's different from the average Black American. You know what I mean? Experience. So do Creole people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and the Cajun people down there, they will tell you like it makes no sense to put oxtail involved with that like it just don't make sense let me ask you a question because we you said that you said that we disrespected your macaroni and fucking um cheese dish right yes and please let me speak about that okay let me hear you speak about it right i don't know what y'all do for it like (laughs) i really don't like i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you no okay jamaicans y'all know i love y'all you know y'all you know don't cancel him, my fellow Jamaicans. Don't cancel him. I mean, that river. Yep. You know, I'm outside Jamaican Day Parade. Facts. Spliffing hand, Guinness. He's a, sp- he's a split you know smoker. I mean? mm-hmm. Big smoker. You already know. You already know. Well, like, Jamaican Day Parade, me and Dane might be tapping in, oh, going yeah. crazy. Right you off the me? rip. You heard me. So, 
know what I mean? So, you know, it's always love with me and the Jamaican Massive. But, and here comes the butt. Ah, oh, the big butt. That macaroni and cheese is god awful. And y'all know that shit nasty too. You call it macaroni pie, the shit's dry. It don't got enough goddamn cheese in it. I don't know if y'all even attempt to put butter in the shit. I have no idea what the hell you're doing. Like, no disrespect. Just the way when y'all eat our oxtails, y'all like, what the hell is this? I do the same thing when I when I have that macaroni and cheese. It's and it's every time I have it from a Jamaican restaurant. Like I have not had one that is even decent. Like to the point, I'm like, won't you just put Kraft macaroni and cheese on this? So, so do you think that there's there's a uh, a miscommunication? Because we just you just brought it up. Some in, in a lot of these cities, you got a lot of blacks and Jamaicans mingling, right? Um, in mm-hmm. in relationships, do you think yes. that they're because you know how people feel about their recipes? Like giving niggas your recipes, like giving niggas like this the the the, the that's a that's something you hold dear. Of course, and see, this is the biggest reason why. Mm. Why is because women nine times out of ten, and we'll get to you about this because mm. this, mm. this, I want to hear this. Nine out of ten times, the woman is the chef of the household in, in right? black households in American households in American households because I, I yeah. think that number shifts when you go to the Jamaicans eight out of ten <laughs> <laughs> but no nah. like there's a lot of but there's a lot of black dudes that hold down cooking too like you know what I mean so yeah, I'm gonna say not really cooks y'all more grillers yeah we're grill we like we we handle the whole summer yeah you know y'all, I mean? like, y'all, our ladies y'all, do the yeah, winter facts. In the spring, mm-hmm. we got from summer to fall because we outside grilling, drinking doing beer, thing. smoking splits. You know what I mean? Yep. So the thing is, the woman is usually who makes the food. So that's whose culture you're going to eat, mm. right? Before I was married, you know what I mean? Big ups to Hartford. I lived out there for about five to six years before I moved to Dallas. Shouts out to Hartford. You already know what time it Shout is. Shout out to team. the beat. You already know you already what time know. it is. Let's like, go. I love the beat like a second home. You know what I mean? Like, so even when I go to Connecticut, I probably hit the beat before I even hit my home. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Let, me, like, let me give a shout out to Hartford real quick. Shout out to my give people. It up with each other. Listen, shout so, out to Hartford in the building. Let me let me do this real quick. Air horn is my fucking. That's for Hartford right there. Let's go. That's for the beat. Let's go. Yeah. Right. So. I dated a lot of West Indian women that being American. Talk and the shit. reason why is because the majority of the women I was around was either Hispanic mm-hmm. or West Indian. Cause that is the That's culture of Hartford. Correct. Cause you know, all the American chicks, they live in Bloomfield and yeah, they in Bloomfield, they, like, they, they in Windsor. Yeah, you they, know what I mean? They, and they don't get me wrong. No disrespect to Bloomfield and Windsor, but I was on the Ave. Like I was on, was on the corners. Avenue right on SIG. So, you know what I mean? Facts. I was in the mix of everything. You're so the thing is, I can say it was a treat for me to get American food after a while because mm. the women I was dealing with was either Hispanic, so I was eating Hispanic food, or it was West Indian, so I was eating West Indian food. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I think that the women don't give those recipes in between each other. It's not like they really going to call up your mother and be like, how do I make such and such. Nah, you they see can't, what I'm saying? They, they just they gonna can't call your mother. You, if you dated an American one, they just going to feed you American food. But, but here, here's, here's the thing. Now, you're bringing up a point, and now, now I got to get more deep to it because, you know, we talk our, our truth here on the tapping, right? Um, Most definitely. Now, you dated 
Spanish, Hispanic, and, and you dated um, Jamaican women, right? West Indians. When when I was single. When, when you were, when single. you were single, I said you've dated, right? Because you know okay. I don't want I don't want, sure. I don't want no beef with your your your, your, your wife. I don't and want I, no beef. Happy wife. I don't want wife, no wife. kind of fisticuffs <laughs> at all, right? Um, now, with that being said, the uh, the Jamaican that has dated the American woman, I'm I don't know. I may have to speak on behalf of them. We never really ate their food. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, if it was the Spanish, we might fuck with the Spanish food because it's so, somewhat some similarities to some degree, right? But Jamaicans mm-hmm. generally, nine, 80% of their diet is really Jamaican food, no matter what. Like, I've never yes. seen a Jamaican even like date outside a race and switch up sides. Like, they, one thing they're going to hold down is their food. And that's a fact. Yes. This is the thing, though, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the difference. I'm not even gonna hold you with American women. You could kind of get away with that. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because like, they have no problem. The you know Spanish I mean? ain't cooking like, okay, that shit. Okay, my man want to cook. Yeah, let him cook. Yeah, Spanish you know what I mean? Like, because American women, they just a little bit more easy going on that part. Agree. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. West Indian women, on the other hand. I'm gonna say nine out of ten times they're very protective of that part. Like, I agree. I they're agree. gonna cook. They're like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just what they're gonna do. Like, you, they're you, gonna cook. You're not gonna go to your, gonna, a Jamaican and, and they're woman, gonna talk, and they're gonna talk crazy to you about their cooking. Like, like, oh, you go to Wendy's? What your little boy? What you don't <laughs> want home cooked meal? Well, let, 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 you let heard me, that before. Let me ask you a am question. I, am I lying? No, nah, I'm lying I, though. I, 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 you're not lying. lying you're not lying. But let me ask you a question. Have you ever had the see? You could go to an American woman as a Jamaican and say, "Yo, uh, look here, can you try to make some curry chicken tonight?" You know what I'm saying? Now you you might not even ask that because you know her curry chicken gonna be trash. I've never had an American curry chicken dish that <laughs> tastes good. But that's for another line, right? Um, but you know. As a, a a let's say an American, can you do mm-hmm. you think you have the comfort level to go to that Jamaican woman and say, Hey, do you mind making some ham hocks? Some collard greens with some turkey neck? Do you think you can ask her that and she do it? No. No, no. Mm. Uh, it, it's gonna be horrible. Mm. Like Oh, so it's not that she can do it, she just can't do it right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's not it's not gonna be what I want. Like <laughs> I know this, like going into it. Like I, I would ask her, and if I'm asking her, it's just really to see where her heart is at. But you understand what I'm saying? All right, like all right. it's a heart check. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not about what if she would do. It, so would she do it out brain. of the love? Is you, you know trying to find? No, I mean, God rest my grandma's grandma soul, grandma. You know what I mean, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. You know what I mean? R.I.P. You know I mean, Livonia. Fact. But what I'm saying is like I know. It's not going to be like my cousin Sarah. Mm. You know what I mean? Big ups to her down in Beaufort, South Carolina. I she, know you're not burning that pan like her. She cooking, cooking. Yeah, because she cooking, cooking. But not, not to say when it come to her shit, she can't cook, cook. You see what I'm saying? When it come to her making her curry chickens and her jerk porks and all that, she going, you know what I mean? Her stew peas, she going to do, she going to make that happen. Right, you know what I mean? 100%. Right. You know, you know. Now, now you're taking me to another thing because you know what's some shit that I had this week and I feel like I might get my Jamaican car taken for saying this. Mm. All right. All right. All right. Be careful. 
I got I to gotta be very careful. I feel even conflicted with myself of even saying this, right? But I have to say it. Um, all right. I, okay. you know, when it comes to like jerk wings, right? And jerk chicken, that's a very protected kind of thing, right? Because a lot of cats are throwing jerk seasoning on shit and it's garbage. It's trash, right? Yeah. Nine times out of 10, if it says jerk. It's, <clears throat> yeah. It's question. It's highly questionable. If it's, if nine highly times questionable. Uh, but I gotta admit, I went to a place this week. I had the jerk wings, and I'm like, "This ain't fucking bad." Now, granted, well, it's a new, it's a new Jamaican spot. So it's no not problem. even fucking close to a Jamaican spot. It actually may be a white people spot. Okay, now we gotta. What, what's the name of said spot? <sighs> Buffalo Wild Wings. They have, yo, no, I swear <laughs> to God, they jerk chicken wings slap. <laughs> like, yo, I was eating that motherfucker like. God damn this shit. It's like somehow I think they may have went to Jamaica, consulted with a real jerk pioneer, mm-hmm. and they took the recipe. They So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this, okay. right? Yep, yep, so yep. as a true bloody Jamaican, right? Mm-hmm. When you went into the Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> or, I, I don't know why I even ordered it to be honest with you, because I was questioning at the, it. Yep. the menu, right? Because mm-hmm. they have a, a very extensive list of, of flavors. Too extensive. Right. Too extensive, by the way. Um, when you see jerk, mm-hmm. right? Because I've seen I've seen jerk on here too, right? It was like jerk habanero, like yeah. they, they go crazy. It's crazy. Right? Jerk stuff. mango, yep. all types of craziness, right? Yep. As a real Jamaican, you really looked at that. Even as a, a Jamaican, <laughs> I couldn't even a Jamaican. Um. You know what? Here, here's what happened that day, right? I went in there, mm-hmm. and you know, the, as you mentioned, they have a very extensive list, right? And I'm sitting there. You know, when the list is too extensive, you just go simple. Got you. That's what happened. I went in there. They had something habanero and half pike turn gray wings and hot California flying. I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" I, I was like, "You know what? The only thing I know right now is jerk wings." Got the jerk mm-hmm. wings. Okay. Went home. Honestly, I probably going to do like the two wing deal and dip. You know, when you take the two wings, you know, it's just trash. Dump, right? Um, yeah. Yo, I murdered him. I murdered him, my guy. I murdered mm. him every single fuck. You know, I was so bad when you finish eating at the wing and you got bone and they use the yeah. bone to scoop up the, the, the sauce. <laughs> I did the fucking that's sauce. A, that's official. I did the, I did the sauce move, dog. Yeah, that's a that's an official jerk wing. So, so you know, I might but, have to go to Buffalo. They owe me a check. Jerk, they they, jerk owe, wings they owe me a check. They owe me something. They because I, I just yo the wings is official. That's all I gotta say. Jerk wings, Buffalo Wild Wings. We here. It's the tapping. My man Polo. What up, my guy? So yo, listen, Polo. Right. Uh, we've been tapped into the music field for a little bit, right? And no, no. what I did here on the streets is that JD and Diddy is finally having the verses. Finally, they've been talking about this verses for like, for like a fucking two years. What? Two years? Three years now? Easily. I thought honestly I kind of forgot about verses to be honest. I didn't even know they existed. Anymore. Honestly, you honestly I thought verses was dead. Like I just thought it was a dead you know what I mean? Like I thought it was a fact. JJ talk about to the baby's born. Uh, do you think that one? Born. Do you think that the Ray J versus was the one that kind of like put it out? Or you think just yeah. people being outside kind of put it to an end? Which one? 
Mm, that's an interesting question. Because it, it, something ended it. At one point, that was what we were looking forward to every fucking Sunday. You know what? I think with the pandemic not being here mm-hmm. anymore, I think it kind of took away that level of party that it was. You see what I'm saying? Like You considered it... Well, how so? Because, all right, even though we outside, outside, right? People are still paying to see Jake Paul fight. People are still mm-hmm. watching... Super Bowl. Still, people is watching NBA games. People are watching entertainment. So, versus to me was just another form of entertainment. So, so how? Why? Why stop? Keep watching everything else, but then stop watching that. Is a question. For one, I just think the attention span because like versus was a two-hour event. Yeah. So it's hard to keep people's attention span that long outside of a movie for two hours, mm. right? I think the last good one that they had was the Dipset versus the Locks. Yeah, that was mon- that was monumental. That's that probably... was monumental. Like, and it was because of everything that went along with it. That could be probably arguably number one. I'm gonna say if I'm gonna rank that, that may go as number one versus of all time. Uh, I do think the Beanie Man and um, the Jamaican one the, with Beanie versus Bouncy, yeah, that, that, that was a dope. big one. That was, that was a big culture. one. And then um, Snoop versus X was a big one. X, yeah, that was a big one. That was a big one. Um, I think, what was the other one? Jeezy versus Gucci. Versus oh, oh that, because that was funny because it needed, a, was the, it needed a repeat. That's how funny. That one was funny. It needed a repeat. And it was like one of the first ones where they got somebody like really huge. To, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was like the to first come time out there. two old and, heads you know I mean? mess with the versus thing. You yeah. know what I mean, on Facts. a big platform. Facts, you're right. And then I think Jeezy and Gucci were absolutely up there as well. Yeah, Jeezy and Gucci is legendary. Facts. You know what I mean? Like because of the, the disrespect. Mm-hmm. Oh, you that was very disrespectful. Like, and that was just legendary for the South. You know what I mean? Like So you so you think that because um they had a break. I think because... it was lack of competition. Like just yeah. It was like the people that you really wanted to see in verses, yeah, weren't willing to really do it at that point. You see what I'm saying? Like, we kind of wanted to see Holes and Drakes and Babies and all these people in the Waynes of the world, like, top competing, and they weren't really interested. So then, when you start going down the mid tier people, like the last one was Omarion versus Mario. Like, yeah, that shit was trash. I, 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 don't get me wrong. Trash. I don't... They was, they was literally begging for twenty songs. Like I did not even know Mario had twenty songs I in didn't his catalog know. that could be sung in public. I, I, I honestly, I, I brought my uh, Mario to Connecticut and I paid an equal amount of money for the songs he had. Let's put it that way. I won't say his number, but I ain't paid for no twenty songs because I didn't even know he had twenty. Right? Num- number two. Thank you. Was uh, Amarion? While I like him, I don't know him to have twenty fucking songs. Uh, when they started doing even the, with B two K, he doesn't have. Yeah, um, you know when they lost me when they started doing like the churches verses, and then you know what it really got me is when they did John Legend versus Elijah Key. Like, oh shoot me in my fucking head! I don't want to hear this yeah. piano ass. The churches, the churches versus versus. I actually felt. you like that one. Why? why? Let me hear why you like the churches versus. Everybody thinks, right, because this is it's Christian based, mm-hmm. right? 
that there is no level of competition. No, there's a lot of competition in the Christian. In Christian, like they compete, they compete around the way they dress. Yep. They compete with choirs. So it was cool for people that was not into secular music to have something that they'd be like, yo, we got a versus two because it's black music. Just like they had one for reggae. Mm-hmm. They had R&B. You can't really have none of those genres without gospel music. So it made sense on a Sunday with us all not being able to go to church. And yep. you know what I mean? The people that go to church are, you know what I mean? With that religion to have a Sunday versus, mm. you know what I mean? Like mm. it just made sense at that point. Like it did. I, all right. Now you put things in perspective. I agree. I, I, you know, I'm thinking about it that way because you know, Church music is one of them sleepers, right? It's kind of one of the musics mm-hmm. that, no matter how you want to look at it, I think almost everybody know a church song. Definitely. And church songs hit you a little different because you know sometimes I've been re- I've been ready to do some some grimy shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, the church song changes the path of my thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember one time I was ready to pull up on somebody. Mm-hmm. Hey, I was, you know, when I say I'm ready to pull up, I'm ready to pull up. I was out ready for pull blood. Up on you know, Dave is all about work. peace. But I'm a Capricorn, and we cool until we not cool, right? And then one, I was like, all right, this nigga done violated me. I got to disrespectfully violate him back, right? I'm riding. Back. And, you know, I had the playlist on shuffle. Now, I think what it was is I made a gospel playlist, but I added it to the... The the the, the hitting corners playlist, because mm. you know the hitting corners playlist is all devil. That shit is all that's that's the that's the evil time. That's evil time. The youngins would say it. <laughs> yeah, and, and so you know I'm sitting here listening to some some real some you know Gucci and I'm ready to ride on niggas. Mm-hmm. And Donnie McClarkin, come on! I said what? <laughs> what the fuck? See? Changes the whole oh, mood of what you was gonna do. God, I had to just hit a U-turn, dog. You can't yeah, just shoot nobody you know to I mean? Donnie like, McClurkin. No, you can't ride out to Donnie McClurkin. No, nah. you can't ride out to Marvin Sapp. You just no if way. you can, something's really mentally wrong with you. You're I think, I think the only one you can get really gangster with, like, if I may, I may be able to put hands on somebody, some Kirk Franklin. I think, yeah, I, I guess you could stomp on somebody. Yeah, I could right? stomp on something. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk made me want to stomp somebody, but outside, <laughs> outside of Kirk, I, I don't know. I mean, you get what I'm saying. So, so gospel music, I feel like resonates with us a little bit. Like, like I know you and I was talking one, um, and, and we were talking about mm-hmm. like what is your your secret playlist? Like, you know, what's that playlist you have? Yeah, uh, mine is probably definitely gospel music. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like. You know what I mean? A lot of people wouldn't see me be like, oh, he bumping gospel. You know what I mean? You, you, yeah, let like, me ask you a question. You burn that I, spliff bumping the gospel? Nah, nah. I don't burn my spliff for gospel. <laughs> you know what I mean? I put, I put my spliff down for the gospel. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, so you ain't that heathen then? Yeah, like I'm not that heathen. Dude. I'm just like, oh, that's that new Donnie McClurkin. Let me burn something and listen to it. You know what I mean? Like, nah. Like, but like I do enjoy a good gospel tune, you know what I mean? Like, nice, nice. You know that's how I feel about like soul music. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, mm. you know, I I think if I'm listening, if I were to rank like so, like genres I listen to is gonna be like obviously hip hop, right? Um, R and B, 
And then soul music is like in a strong third, dog. Like I listen to shit from the 70s, probably early 80s, because that's like that disco era. You know what I'm saying? When soul yeah. was turning disco, I kind of like that whole shit. But yo, most of the time I'm listening to some old ass soul music, my nigga. Yeah, like some 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 Aretha Franklin. Yeah, some, some the Spinners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Ohio players. Isley Brothers. Oh yeah, Isley Brothers is fucking classic. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm pulling. I remember one time I pulled up the Sunset, listening to that shit. The people were like, "Who the fuck is this nigga?" I came out there looking fly like an OG. I felt like I was yeah. fucking Otis Redding. Yeah, feeling like you Curtis Mayfield. You couldn't tell me shit in the back. You heard some rooftop digging, digging the, the scene, scene with the gangster lean. Ooh, you gotta hit the ooh after. Ooh. <laughs> so now I'm gonna flip it full circle, right? You got these two mm-hmm. producers, JD Puffy, who's been known to sample soul, who's been known to sample gospel. They're now going to have together. These guys have had. Some of the I won't I won't say JD I won't say he had the best rappers but JD definitely had a really strong collection of the R and B's. Yeah, Puffy also had a little a, bit more a little bit more well rounded, but he definitely got his hand in R and B. Who do you think takes the cake? Ooh, it's gonna be closer than what people think. Mm. You think everybody thinks Puffy's gonna run with it? Like that's what the I general think people, people think. People think Diddy is just gonna run with it. Okay, so what do you think? J JD got two diamond albums too. Mm. So you you gotta you gotta put some respect on JD name. Where JD is gonna end up failing is that Puffy got Puffy's more well rounded. Correct. Like Puffy has Biggie. Mm-hmm. He has Mace. Mm-hmm. He has the Locks. Mm-hmm. He has all different types of you're forget, different hip you're forgetting songs somebody. From the special deliveries to all these things he could pull at. But I mean, Plus he could pull from all that classic Mary J stuff. All right, but here JD got fucking met Mariah. So what you gonna say? Mar- Mariah Carey and Usher. Don't get me wrong; those are two classic albums. You know but, what I mean? Confessions yep. and Emancipation of Me. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's gonna mess him up is that sound and sonic wise. Mm-hmm. Both of those albums sound dead alike. They do, but I feel like, all right, Emancip- Emancipation of uh, Mimi didn't age as well as Usher. Exactly. Did, though. Well, Usher, Usher, Usher like, urged. Probably because he was first. Confessions is still, yeah. you can't do nothing with. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Emancipation of Mimi, when you listen back to it. Yeah, it doesn't age as outside well. Of, outside of We Belong Together, there's songs that you can still like, you know what I mean? Like, you can answer back to, like, shake it off. You can answer back to that. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But Diddy got songs you there's no answers to. Talk about it. So, which ones are you referring to, my friend? All right. Wait, wait, like, yep, yep. you got All About the Benjamins. Mm. No answer. Continue. Hypnotize. No answer. Continue. More money, more problems. No answer. Continue. Big Papa. Can't answer back to that. Continue. Juice, juicy. You're naming all big joints. Continue. This, this is this, I'm I'm not. So so big big I'm himself wins. Uh, what you trying to say? <laughs> all right. So this sounds like the big show. So you were just saying big. All right. So Puffy alone like, on it, Biggie's it, it's catalog. Having a big joke. Like if we play in spades, it's like having a big joker. 
if we play in basketball, it's like having MJ on your team. Yeah, it's Biggie. It's big. You can't stop. It's a, it's, a, it's a cheat code. Even if you feel like you're getting close, I always could dump it down low and get a bucket. The crazy thing about you're right. The crazy thing about what you're saying is that I feel like if because JD still could pull out. Did, did JD have SWV? Was that JD or nah, not? JD had escape. No, he, he had, had escape. escape. He, he had, had escape, escape with um just kicking it right. No, uh, yeah, just kicking it. Right? All right, but that's what I'm saying. He had JD Chris Cross. Chris Cross, give me your, listen. I don't care what you want to say. Back then, 92, 90, 91, 92, Chris Cross for my age, them niggas was legends. Yeah, me too. Right? But, like, but, like but, it didn't age well. Let's be real. It didn't age it, well. It, it didn't, it didn't age, age well. And I like jump, jump as much as the next game. But if you throw that on in the verses, like, you know what got, like, you know what got jump, jump out of here? House of Pain's jump. That, exactly. be, that like, became that's the, a after, better jump. That's a better. Song. That's a better jump, right? So yeah, after it's, House it's of, a more harder jump. You yeah, know? Right. I, I've never, I've never jumped again to Chris Cross after House of Pain came out with jump. You yeah, know what I'm like that, I came to get down, so get off your feet and jump get, around. Right. Even if you think about jumping now and the song, you think of House of Pain, and that's where fucked up JD now. So if I'm JD and I heard that, I'm tearing. I'm Ripping out fucking sinks out of my fucking wall. They beat me yes. to the jump. Yes and no, because you already got paid for it. So yeah, you kind of like whatever. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like I think Puffy beats him. You know, because here's the deal. While I do think JD is gonna be closer than than we think, because JD's got like, I mean, at ATL, you don't know who the fuck JD's behind. Cause he was running yeah, at ATL. You don't that's, that's another thing too. You, like, don't, you don't know what joints he was he, really behind. He may like, pull out he's some such shit. a prolific yeah. producer. I know he got joints out there that we like, oh, he did that? Exactly. Like, you know what I mean, just like Little John. Like, Little John was pulling out Shit, reggae, that, reggae records. That's what I'm like, trying to say. You don't know what he's behind. And I think he's behind a lot more shit than we think, to be honest with you. Exactly. And that's where yeah. JD is the silent assassin. Agreed. And, and he did get Janet. So I got to give him some credit on that. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? Some, some sauce it's on just puffy. Puffy's puffy. It's just, he's got big. Puffy is like, he's got Mary. hit after hit. I don't care. Hit. I hit. like I like Mary, but it's I, remix at the remix at the remix at the remix. Like, you look, know what I mean? Square, square. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a buck, right, Polo? Mm-hmm. I love Mariah, but Mariah can't beat Mary. She can't beat Mary. Nah, and then this is the thing, right? Because I know Diddy. Diddy's an asshole. Diddy's definitely an asshole. Diddy, Diddy's he's an disrespectful. Asshole, right? He's an asshole. Listen to this. He's right? brother love though. He's gonna lo- he's gonna with love disrespect you, but yeah, with he's love gonna, with love disrespect you. Absolutely. This is why I say that, right? There's Mariah Carey records. You gotta remember, Diddy was the one who brought her into this whole hip hop, R and B. He did game. Mm-hmm. You gotta remember, like like fantasy and all that. That's the bad boy. Remix. That's that's when that's Honey when um, is the bad boy because Puffy was tight with with Matola, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, and when she got her emancipation, she went to JD. Facts, but but what I'm saying those are still huge. Rec- like Honey is a huge Man, record, bigger records than the JD ones. She, she, if you put the right Mariah record, that's still one of her biggest records of all time. That's I think that's where that um you're right. Honey is 
probably her when I think about that, maybe maybe may one of her probably her biggest record. Biggest um, record, like outside of the Christmas stuff, that's like yeah. probably one of her biggest records of all time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know when she did the Christmas shit. Did she do that with JD or that was kind of? Uh, plus, you can't put the like all I want. I mean, Christmas you is can't like, put it in the verses, like, but it is a winner. I mean, that shit fucking plays every fucking. Kinda, this shit plays every I guess year. You could, but, I mean, like, like that's the longest fucking running song of all time. Yeah, that's true. If I produced it, I would want my. I'm, I would play, want I'm my playing. I don't give a so fuck. Yeah, if I, I produce that, you better play that motherfucking Christmas shit today, nigga. Like, like you know what? That could be a win too. Like. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody knows all I want for Christmas. Even niggas in the hood know all I want for Christmas, my nigga. Yeah, people you know that's mean? not even celebrating Christmas. No, all I want for Christmas. Everybody knows that song, and you can't even escape that song during Christmas season. It's everywhere. No, so it's everywhere. It, it's a. It's one of the newer. All time Christmas songs, you know but I mean? but you know where Puffy wins is Puffy has so much more collaborations. Puffy got Biggie, he had brought in, um, you know, he got Mary, he got Mace, Mace. he got the Locks, he's got Cam. Let's not forget about fucking Lil Cam, you know, he's Lil got Kim, uh, like... the Black Rob. I mean, and 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 let's talk about the Puffy. Like we already, you and I already went on the deep edge about fucking the Biggie Life After Death album, it being flawless. Yes. But, but, let, yes, we indeed. don't talk enough about the No Way Out album. With Puffy, it's probably just as good of an album. Exactly, I think nobody, every, <laughs> like, no one talks about it, how good it's that album. Actually, is. a great app, like it's phenomenal album, album. Like, phenomenal album. Like, like, why doesn't no one talk about how great of an album No Way Out was? Uh because No Way Out kind of feels like the third disc of Ready to of Life After Death. It is. You're right. It does sound like a continuation. Yeah, like it just sounds like they all made. It sounds like they made these three projects together at one time, mm. and put them out as two different, two separate projects. But it sounds like they all made it continuously. That's interesting. Yeah, you know I mean, like I gotta agree because there was, was too many hits. Life after death came like, out in '97. Yeah, and No Way Out came out summer of '97. '97. Or is it ninety eight? Yeah, whatever. No, whatever, no, 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 no. I think it was summer of yeah, summer, summer of ninety seven. All right, which 96? year did Nori drop? I know which they year was ninety eight? All right, which summer? Nori and Big Pun, cause they ran that summer was ninety nine. Capital Punishment and Nore was ninety nine. Correct? Cause that was a yes. That summer that was, was definitely ninety nine. They they ran they that ran summer. that shit. Nobody nobody could fucking drop. I was just running. They shit on repeat. Um, so Puffy had to be the year before. So it was ninety seven was um it X dropped that summer. X had dropped that summer. Get at me dog dropped when No Way Out came out. Yep. So it was ninety seven. That's the year it came out. Ninety seven. Interesting. so so let me ask you a question. So No Way Out versus Chronic, right? You got two producers that don't write, right? Diddy, uh, he don't write rhymes, he writes checks, right? You know Dre don't write at all. Um, Who had that better album between the Chronic versus No Way Out? Uh, Both sample-heavy albums. Very sample-heavy. They're talking about two producers. Yeah. uh, Because my East Coast bias would tend me to say No Way Out. Mm-hmm. Mm. And the reason reason why I say that is when I hold the chronic up, because see when I hold no way up, no way out up to life after death, 
I feel like they they can mirror each other. They like it's not that big of a drop off. When I mirror Chronic to Doggy Style, I feel Doggy Style is the far superior album. It's close. I'm not gonna say it's far superior. I mean, to me, and, and the only reason why I say that is because. To me, Snoop's album has such an effect on the public. Mm. Like it was for me, it was more palatable for my young ears was doggy style. I, and I think you have a wild take right there because if if I go into the West Coast and traditionalist, West Coast traditionalist would say that chronic is the pinnacle. Like ha, on the East Coast, we say life after death is the pinnacle of all albums, right? Um mm-hmm. on the West Coast, they would say the chronic is. But then you're right. I think from my listening ears, probably because I was, um, you know, my age, I, I would pick Doggy Style over the Chronic, but not by yeah, a lot. Like, not by a lot. Like I think probably I like a track people, or two. It's not by a lot, but when I hear Doggy Style, I know more songs. I'm able to sing along with more, mm-hmm. and it brings me back to a place. When I hear the chronic it really don't bring me back to no place because it was that that might have been right before i started listening to all different types of hip-hop really seriously yeah i think the chronic came too early in my hip-hop exploration like chronic probably dropped on like 93 92 93 92 right 92 yeah somewhere in that range yeah i was too young man like while i was hearing as an older person i definitely went back and listened to chronic and appreciated a lot more but i feel like that extra year like when snoop dropped the year later I was a little bit more older to kind of understand what the fuck was going on, and I definitely resonate with Snoop. Snoop was like up to me, like there was Biggie and Snoop to me in common. Exactly, but you know, more Biggie and Snoop were definitely like my two favorites for a while, long time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I even yeah. ride with Snoop today. Snoop drops some shit. I'm still supporting Snoop. Snoop is the OG to me. You heard? But yeah. that was because of Snoop doggy is style. Definitely an OG. You gotta give it up to him. Like Uncle Snoop. Uncle Snoop. That's Unc. And yeah, Doggy Style was definitely. was ill. So, but you know, you're right. No way, no way out. I think probably from a production's perspective. Um, they had the better features. Uh it was it was a great album. I think if people haven't heard No Way Out, make sure you go check it. Um definitely. with that being said, we're gonna stick to music some shit. We're gonna we're gonna get to some real shit um music wise. Let's talk about Connecticut music. Okay, let's talk about home. Let's talk about it. Um, best place, best I, place to ever be. Home. I love Connecticut. Shouts out to Connecticut. Yo, first of all, shouts out to Johnstown because I know y'all tapped in with us every fucking week. Definitely. So I shout, shout out, out to, to y'all. Shout out to Johnstown, Fuck City Eight One Four. What it is, though? Facts. And I know you're gonna be planning something for them. You know, we're not gonna say too much, but I'm gonna get out there for that when we get that little off the lip. You know what I'm saying? Um, we got something for Johnstown. We're gonna we're gonna bring we're gonna bring the state to Johnstown. Yeah, yeah heard. We're gonna bring CT to Johnstown. With that being said, you know you're the king of the top five. I like to I like to think so myself. I gotta clap it up for the king of the top five, my man Polo. Um, so with up, Polo, though? I got I got a question for you. Right, in okay. terms of Connecticut, we've had a lot of artists come and go. Right. But no one I felt yes, like stuck in terms of mm-hmm. a national perspective. We've had like a lot of local favorites in our cities. We have a couple state favorites, but no one from a Connecticut Big Mac perspective 
have gone out and like taken the reins from a hip hop perspective on a national stage. I mean, some people have done it differently, like on a festival, like Chris Webby's a little bit more known on the yeah. concert circuit, but like a big, big, big name artist, they not really you got from Kate, Connecticut. You got, uh, what's the kid named Slade? Slade uh, from the battle, battle rap, rap on the battle rap scene. Yeah. Um, putting but, up numbers. But that's an underground kind of cut. We're talking like commercial oh, yeah, wise, but right? I just had to give him his props. Shout, yeah, shouts out to the work that, I mean, that that's happening. Now, with that being yeah. said, I had we you and I spoke about what are the top five artists right now that we're aware of that are ready okay. made to potentially get known on a national scale, right? In Connecticut, and we're okay. gonna kind of keep this to a hip hop argument because I feel like R&B lives on its own and I'm curious to find out who those R&B artists in Connecticut are and we came up with a Spotify Spotify um, playlist called the tapping so shouts out to the tapping make sure you tapping with us on Spotify we've got the the playlist is called the tapping and what we do is we add artists from Connecticut or they could be from the regional area they could be from Mass or Rhode Island whatever it may be New England right Yeah, that, New York, even. Mm-hmm. even New York that have their rising stars, like they have the ability to have, you know, to, to create a fan base and we're there to put them on. With that being said, we've kind of identified our top five that we feel like these potential five people may have what it takes to go on a national and run. This is- yeah, national scale, and this is an ever evolving list. Like, yes, I don't want this could change. To hear this list and be like, oh, ah, ah, ah. You know what I mean? Like, if we hear somebody new, exciting, we might put you to the list. You Facts. know what I mean? Next time we have this conversation. Agreed. I mean? so. so, so, so right now, this conversation lives today as for what it is, right? And it yes. may change, as my man Polo said. Um, so we're going to go down these top five list, um, and we're going to talk like constructively, you know, so if you're listening to this and you're one of these artists, or if you're a listener listening to this, just keep this in mind. This is just being fans. We're fans mm-hmm. of these, of these people, cause we're obviously putting them on our top five and we may say some things that are great. We may say some things that may not be received well. Don't take it personal. It's just, I think as an artist, you should listen to this and take it to heed because we are fans and it's what fans may be thinking, right? But we're here to talk yeah, our shit. This is the tap Definitely. And if you feel different, you could join the show one day with us and tap in with us because we all and about it. Another thing I do got to say, Dane, um, we're fans of these artists and mm-hmm. we're fans of these artists and we love our state. So Facts. with those two things being hand in hand, that's the reason why you're going to get some constructive criticism and you might get some things that we we feel you don't do well. But yep. due to our love for your music and our love for to see our state blow, these we, are the five artists that we think could take our state to a national level. Fact. Now, at the end of the day, if you don't agree, you can tap in. You know what I mean? And these artists, if you hear it and you disagree or you want to just have some conversation about it also tap in you heard us make sure you tap in with us now let's get to the shits who do we pick for number one of discussion all right number one our number one our first artist that we're going to tap in with from ct north of the bridgeport where i grew up at uh the boy Sholi. shouts out to my guy Sholi. 
Shout out to the 203. Shout out to the BP. I got mad love for the 203. Shouts out to Sholy. Shouts out to 203. Shouts out to my man Mitch, my man Lou. You already know. I, I, I love Bridgeport, man. Bridgeport, I got a lot of love for Bridgeport. A lot of um, promoters from Bridgeport and I used to fuck around with each other. But let's talk about Sholy. I had the opportunity to meet Sholy uh, when I, you know, back couple of years ago when I did a podcast, I actually sat down and had an interview with him. And, you know, I got I got Sholi when Sholi was I believe he'd been home he was home for a couple more like a couple of years at this point and getting back okay. into the music shit. Uh, so when you think about Sholi uh, uh, before before That's we before first and foremost. Before like, we get into it. Lyricist. Polo, before we get into it. Let okay. me let me let the listeners who may have not heard of Sholi or not familiar with Sholi, let me give them a listen to Sholi. Can I do Please that? Do. Please do, brother. People, this is my man Sholi. This song right here is off his, you can find him on the DSPs, but this is a single. If you look up Sholi, this guy has a song called Ice Cream. I, I like it. It's on the Tap and Playlist, so make sure you check out the Tap and Playlist on Spotify. But this one from Sholi Ice Cream Remix. Let's go. Uh, tiramisu, chocolate therapy, you know? Uh, you know a nigga on you when I pull up in that coupe. Start to caramel Sundays is getting scooped. Vanilla bean cookies and cream, you in the loop. It's up for the chocolate deluxe, girl, you the truth. Shorty, you a motto. Looking for a follow, sophisticated joint, you more like a gelato, skin like mulatto, cookie dough color. I know your baby daddy, that boy, no sucker. She said my last man was a bitch, that's where he lost me. Fucking me cause she got tired and Mr. Softy. See the fly shit that we on and he a offie. Skin color toffee, same color as coffee. She an immigrant, cool, still like the bitch. Neapolitan mix with all type of shit. She got cake. You hear that shit, my guy? I want to fuck you, big girl, but I ain't going typing crazy. it. Like, my man going crazy, right? All colors. Yeah, Ice cream crazy, truck. I'm in your hood all summer. Uh, I got pictures of her in my old phone. Spread her out, get inside like a cold stone. You know a nigga holding you when I pull up in that coat. Start to caramel Sundays is getting scooped. Vanilla bean cookies and cream, you in the loop. What's up for the chocolate deluxe, girl, you the truth. All right, right there. Once again, that's my man show this Ice Cream Remix. So, with that sure. being said, I just had to give a quick introduction to the listeners that never heard Sholi. Now, Polo, I want you to let me know your thoughts on... Let's let's start it this way. Give me mm -hmm. your overall thoughts on Sholi in terms of him as an artist, where he's at right now. Um, and let's talk Let's talk with the, the impact. All right. As an artist, first of all, I like his flow. Mm -hmm. His flow and his lyrics phenomenal absolutely a absolutely agree a one um the way he catch the beat his voice always catches the beat just right because a lot of people from connecticut like i don't know if it's our accent or whatever sometimes it don't sound right over the beat every time his beat selection is very good mm -hmm. and his flow is always on the money agreed um i like the fact that he does keep it very classic east coast sounding uh i would like to hear him over different type of beats mm. just to see where he could go with them because he do have a nice flow so i don't think the beat is gonna 
mess him up either way. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I see what you say. Yeah. Okay. So what you what you what you think right now, Dane? What you how, what you think about my man Sholi? You know going on? what's your what's your opinion? Sholi's a great lyricist. Um, you know his his words. It, it, he's a wordsmith, right? He, even you heard that ice cream song, it's crafty in terms of how he put the flavors together with the with the shorties, right? Um, mm-hmm. Sholi, to me, out of the five artists that we're going to talk about here, I think that he collectively has like the best project right collectively for some and, and this is just me as a listener someone that's gonna buy an album will want to sit down and listen to an actual album not a single just an album right i think that when you know when i listen to the show love album that's just like a f- great project right you know i didn't i yeah, think that was my definitely. first introduction to him i didn't I, somebody that you know my man that i used to be on a podcast with introduced me to him and was like, we interviewing Sholi. And for me doing my research on him prior to sitting down with him, I listened to Show Love. And I was like, yo, this is a fucking great album. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that was quality. Um, the Hood Celebrity album. Hood Celebrity. Great good one. too. Like yeah. the one that he, Dope Sample. That's the Facts. name of it. Dope Sample. And that was, a, that was a dope project too. You heard. You know what I mean? Like, so I think like when I look about Sholi, I think that, you know, lyric, lyric wise, he's great. He's going to be a good album artist. Um, do I think he's going to be like a commercial kind of person? I don't know. I mean, I think the way he raps, he's just a very, he can, he can be crafty with his words, but I don't see him do, wanting to do the commercial shit. Yeah, like, I don't see him wanting to do the commercial shit at all, but I yeah. could see him in a currency-esque type of lane. Facts. Definitely where he see just him, yeah. does what he does. Absolutely, and, and he just and has a it. very big following yep. that loves what he does, and he can keep it traditionally him. Yep, and he has a style that could translate still make, and still make uh, a mark on this game. You see what I'm saying? Facts, and he like to your point. I think the Connecticut rappers that I know they have. A, I don't know if there's the accent. Like as you said, maybe the accent because Connecticut niggas got an accent, right? Um, mm-hmm. The way he raps can translate outside of Connecticut. I feel like you could have someone in the Midwest that may hear a Sholi and say, y'all, fuck with this guy. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. have someone on the West Coast and say, yo, this home is nice. You have someone down mm-hmm. South, your home can rap. He's got that flow that, that is crafty and suave. It's lyrical, right? So And he can rap rap. He can like rap he rap. Can rap. He can rap rap. But you know what I, I don't want him to do? I don't want him to be the back rap rapper, the backpack rapper. I don't want him to go that route. Nah, I look at him more lyrically, more in a Jada, mm-hmm. Pusha T. Yes, yes. I that agree. whole, like, gangster, lyrical mm-hmm. mashup. He, he's like, the guy I want to see with, like, my favorite well-known lyricist. I want to see him be the guy, like, that's doing a dual record with them as a one-off. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You know, um... Shouts out to Sholi. Any anything that you feel like he he can improve on, or do you think that he stays the course? Kind of, you know, doesn't you know? As I said, stick to his kind of method what he's doing right now, which is I want to call him a mix, but more, more like an album artist. Stick to his method. Yeah. Yes, okay. Definitely. Um, one thing I would like to see from him is just more production, like meaning yeah. more music. Mm. Yeah, Start flooding that you're market because right. that independent market as you've seen with like the Griseldas and that of the world if you give them enough good quality music even like a smoke dizzer yeah 
he just keeps giving you quality music to the point where you like, okay, when I catch up to him, I still got five or six albums that I can listen to that I've never heard. Exactly. I agree. So if he starts giving us that type of quality in production, stay the course. I, I would love to see more, more production from him. I do like what I hear from Choli. Um, honestly, I think a lot of people need to take a page out of Tupac method. You know, just going, y'all in the studio every day, just drop shit. I know sometimes y'all trying to put together um, albums or situations because of whatever deals you're trying to work out. So I know politics does play, of course. But I think for the type of level that Sholi's operating on, I would love to see him uh, put out a lot more songs, um, even if it just hit us mm-hmm. with some singles like the ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. But but the projects, like the show loves joints. You know, as you said, the, what's the most recent one he had? Um, the dope sample. The dope sample, which is a dope title, by the way. Um, yeah. Yo, hit us with some more of that stuff. Like keep the keep the streets live. Like currency. Once I'm gonna give currency project, currency always got a project out. Always, and always. He, like, and don't be afraid to give us EPs. Yeah, like, everything we'll, don't got to be twelve tracks. Hit we, us with five. Hit us with six. We we just want to hear you. New music. We just you know want to hear you, my guy. As fans, right? So shout and out as to fans, we're gonna eat it up. Facts. Um. So once again, if you're not familiar with him, Sholi, um, check him out. He's on all your, on your DSPs, but he's also once again on the Tapping playlist on Spotify. Who's our number two guy? That's official. That's official. The next one, we're going to take this one to the beat. The Hartford Whaler, Mr. Fuego Bass. Fuego Bass. Bass. BSF. Shouts out to Fuego. Um, Fuego's been down with BSF for about a year now, right? It's been got to be about a year. Yeah, about a year. Um, year, year and a half. Somewhere he, in that range. He representing Hartford Chappelle. Shouts out to, to Fuego. Um, now, I'm going to ask you what song you want me to play because on the tap-in playlist, I've got two Fuego records. Because check it. Let me mm-hmm. tell you something about Fuego. Fuego's my guy. I, I just seen Fuego in a spot like two, three weeks ago. Um, I had two interviews in the talk with Fuego. And we're going to interview Fuego, by the way. I'm I'm letting you know that right now. Fuego's my All man. Right. Like Fuego's personality. Really cool dude. Um, he authentic. He, his name may never been in no funny dirt business. And as you know, for him to be able to be signed by BSF, is he's obviously official rapper, right? Um, what song you want to hear from Fuego? I've got something new off the, the new album, um, Say That, number three, which just came out. Say That 3 just came out. It's on your DC. Tap um, so tap in with that. He got a song called Half a Key or your favorite, Coke Wouldn't Lock. Oh, you know I got to go with that Coke. Oh, I lock. knew you was going to go with Coke wouldn't lock. All right, people, I'm going to play a little snippet of Coke wouldn't lock by Fuego Bass. This is off of, I believe it's um, Say That, uh, probably number two. Um, I think he got, Say That too. Say That yeah, too. He got Say That, um, say that is his, is, is his um, series. Make sure you check it out. Fuego Bass, Coke wouldn't lock. Let's go. Say That. Shout out to 2-4. Excuse me, I mean 2-4. Let's get gangsters. 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 Let's get
beige Louis or the green truth. Tell security, keep the fans back, let the fans through. Way go base, got the honey's blue. I like this beat, man. I like this beat. Drawing hard. <laughs> this shit is hard. I feel right at home on this. Shout out to my man B. Davis, by the way. Excuse me, I mean two four. Make sure you tap in with us. You already know what time it is. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, beige, Louis, you're the green truth. Tell security, keep the fans back, let the fans through. Way go base, got the honey's blue. Coke wood lock with the Lord that you wanted to. Beige, Louis, you're the green truth. Tell security, keep the fans back, let the fans through. Way go base, got the honey's blue. Coke wood lock if the Lord didn't want it to. When you a boss, who gon' tell you what you can't do? I hate all y'all niggas, like the clan do. Let's go. When you a boss, who gon' tell you what you can't do? I hate all y'all niggas, like the clan do. We stomp niggas, all you ever jump is rope. Sour in the Dutch, I wouldn't the hell the junkie smoke. See life through a cloud of the bomb. Let's go. Doc say my lungs look like Don Cheadle. Somebody notifies next to Ken. Ben's body big like Precious is. Got the banquet's red like period coochie. I don't wanna let she point blank period hoochie. Uh, mama said you here once, so you better live. So I'ma turn my negatives into a better crib. Down to do it all to get it dope. Fire to your head like Ben Ben Bigelow. The flow got the industry scared nuts. Get more ooze and eyes than Granny old eyes when she stands Let's up. go. That's my joint right there. Coke right. wouldn't lock. That's that's your joint. That's that's your number one. Actually, I've got a uh my personal Fuego base joint, but Coke wouldn't lock is like probably top three. Yeah, it's just a hard joint. I just <laughs> so when he uh, put when he said put fire to your head like, like man, man, big That's my that's my part right there. Uh, and I play the DJ to say that edition. I actually got the traditional edition, um, edition where it sounds a little different. Um, it's a lot of sh- a lot shorter. But you know, um, one thing I would give the say that compilations. The you know he's got one, two, and three. Uh, shouts out to B Davis has been working with him. They did a great job putting together a phenomenal project. Um, can I, can I, before we get into it, because I, you know, right now we on Connecticut music. And so if you're from Connecticut, you're a musician, or if you are, if you support Connecticut, if you're not from Connecticut, you don't know much about Connecticut music, we here to at least Welcome. put you on at least. Welcome. Shouts out to the tapping. Now, granted, we're going to review other artists that may be out of state at some point. So send your shit to the tapping, um, submit your joint. But right now we on some Connecticut shit. Um, can I play my joint real quick? Please do. You this know I mean? this one's called Half a Key uh, off the new project, Say That Three. I'm going to play a little bit. That's all. Let's go. Half a key OT and it's stuffed in the belly. That's what he's doing. We get caught. We discussed it already. Say that three times. A record times. clean. She don't owe nothing. Shut she goes to the station and tell him I don't know get nothing. Get rich and stuff. We came far. We was lost and dumb. Shut up to the last one. I just cost a nugget. DJ ain't free, no one cost the budget. It's some of the hottest shit ever. I'm the author. Let's go. Uh, 
Got it fresh about the yard glow. The hell my weed blue like March. Woo! The cargo cost a bossy a lago. Yeah, though I possess the new god. Yeah! Face car good with all the hood addicts. You say crime don't pay you what's good. Doors get kicked still if it's good cabbage. Hope I don't end up on the bunk right next to Shug Magic. Half a key on tea and it's stuffed in the belly. What to do if we get caught? We discussed it already. Her record clean, she don't owe nothing. She gon' walk with probation and tell him I don't know nothing. Half a key on tea and it's stuffed in the Let's belly. Go. What to do if we get caught? We discussed it already. Her record clean, she don't owe nothing. She gon' walk with probation and tell Ah, you already heard me right now. That one is called Half a Key. Okay, let's get to the Fuego based conversation. Yes, sir. What do you think about Fuego? Hard. Yeah. H A R D. Yeah. Hard. <laughs> yes. The boy is hard. <laughs> Say that. Oh, man, it's fire. <laughs> it's fire. Feel <laughs> me? Say that, man. The Say boy that. Is hard. Um,. Number two, he's number two pick on our list. And you know what? <sighs> Listen, Fuego, home home got he got the flow. Um down pat. Down pat, man. Got the voice. I, he got the voice. I love his beat selections because but you know, Fuego rap Fuego got that like narco rap. Definitely. This is definitely push a T ish, is definitely This is Coke Boy talk. Not even push a T ish. I'm, I'm I I think that's more Showly, like more, yeah, 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 like lyrical exercise and shit. He's more like that mob. That, he, he in the cut. You know what I mean? That that just that hard shit. That mob deep. That like he just sound like he could be on an alchemist beat tomorrow and just sign at home. It's grimy. Like, it's grimy. Unforgiven shit it's like it's unforgiving rap like the shit he's saying coke wouldn't lock he got the john narcan the narcan in the trap he's there to give you unforgiving bars right the one that you just played where he talking about putting in shorty coochie on the out of town trip like, i'm trying to say this is, un- <laughs> this is this is this is narco rap but i will say one thing that i i, I think Choli has and Fuego has differently. They both have these two capabilities, right? Sholi has the ability to become that that cult follower in terms of like that that currency. I think he could go in mm-hmm. the lane. Currency is going in terms of just having doing shows, never missing, right? Yeah. Anytime he does a show, he's gonna pack around. Fuego yeah, pack has like to me like, and I don't want to put him say this this kind of name because. This name may or may not come with negative connotations based on who you talk to, but I think okay. that you know what this person has done in rap. Fuego has the ability to kind of do that, which is like let's take a look at a Ross, right? Ross has has had the ability mm. to talk luxury rap over you know all the hustling shit, but then he has the ability to paint that picture of luxury, right? Um, yeah, I've heard that, s- like that Amsterdam record. Yeah, just, like 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 the whole Maybach music. Those, be- those beautiful lush soundscapes. Great know. musical sounds where you got a producer that could come and throw in the violins, throw in the orchestras, throw in the big fucking productions and then, and then have a dude like Fuego who's really a gritty rapper melodically rap over that. Like, like I think Fuego would sound great with like a Justice League. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like like some Definitely. some big ass production sound that is very different from what he's doing right now. I would love to hear Fuego 
do more luxurious luxurious rap like yeah like because i see it in him like when I he got the it. i seen him one time he had the uh the big boy the the big boy shirt off mm-hmm. with the jacket like i could see him giving you something luxurious you see what i'm saying like that's that i seen him in that his luxurious rap you see yeah. what I'm saying? I, could, I think he could do it you know I, I, mean? like, I seen him in his progression, he man. He has it in him. You know, the way he raps, the way he verbally, like, I think his he paints a good picture in terms of, like, when he was, what you, like, you talk about him putting, um, his, his lyrics are just, like, it's painting a picture. Mm-hmm. Like, I could listen to his shit and say, okay, I could kind of visualize what's happening right now, right? Um, and that, to me, works out well. I think you can take him, as you said, put him over big producer make some more luxury rap and that caters to a whole nother market honestly that could slightly get him into i won't call it a commercial pocket but it got him like like ross at the end of the day to me was never like designed to be a commercial artist but he became commercial and because yeah, like, he, he was never meant to be a commercial artist but he has the pen yes and the persona yep that he could flip in and out of lanes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think Fuego has that ability. The question now is, does Fuego want to fucking do that? And me knowing Fuego, I don't know. I mean, he, he you know, Fuego... Fuego's, he's comfortable in his lane. He's a hood, he's a hood, he's, he's a hood nigga at the end of the day. Lane. He's very comfortable in his lane. He's a hood nigga. But I would like to challenge him. Go get with a producer that is like... As I said, someone's going to give you that melodic shit like that. God, imagine Fuego on God Dead Beat. I think he'd go crazy. Um, I'm thinking about this. Like, every time I hear Fuego voice, I would love to hear him just do a freestyle over at um, Amsterdam Beat from um, Rick Ross. Like, I just think his flow would just go crazy over that. Just all those violins and beats that's going at, at that tempo. You know what I mean? Like I agree. I think that that would that would serve him some good purpose. Um, I think it it does once again escalate his flow to another. I know he's in the BSF camp, um, and, and Benny is even probably himself trying to do different things outside of his window. You know what I'm saying? But I think for Fuego, I would love to see him try some new shit. Either way, big fan, love his joints. Always loved his joints. Keep and it going. One thing I would like to hear from him. What would you like? Just to one hear? thing. What's up? I would love to hear him with a producer. I don't know if that producer is from Connecticut. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I would love to hear a producer, him to be able to sit down a producer for about 10 tracks and then... Like a collab album? Come together, come together, and he is the main focus mm. of that project. You, you not, make, mm. not making stuff that's already been cultured, but I'm talking about them to really get in there. You you know who he could work with? You know who I think he could work with? Um, There's two people. um, Now, I think one person may cater kind of to his current vibe uh, versus someone that's going to take him out of his box but bring him to a whole nother energy. Mm -hmm. Um, He could work with John Dillinger, who is, um, you know, from Connecticut. John Dillinger is going to give you a lot of these kind of truly the beats that he has right now more the more the, the grittier beats that he has right now um uh, but mm-hmm. very very musical very good Gillinger has some great beats but i think if he goes with a guy by the name of um what, what's home name um 
Fuck, I can't remember his name now. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll kick back. He's a, he's a producer, and I should know his fucking name off the head because I, I worked with him directly, right? <laughs> That's yeah. the worst part about it. I'm drawing, a, I'm drawing a blank. Pardon, um, right? This is pardon, terrible. Pardon me. I'm um, drawing a blank. But, but this, this guy, my bad. Here he goes, Chill Shump. My bad, Chill. Oh, Chill Shump. Yeah, Chill Shump. Chill Shump is, is my guy. So I used to um, manage a group back in the day that Chill was a producer for, and I know Chill from the from you know the beginnings. My man is nasty, right? I think I would like, mm-hmm. to, but Chill has the ability to take a beat and remix it. He that Sholy joint that you just heard was actually a Chill Shump beat. Um, okay. Yeah. So you know, Chill, I think he would do actually pretty well with a show uh, a, a project with um bass because you'll take bass out of, out of his comfort but you'll get to hear bass over like some shit that you've heard before hmm. I, like I, think, that. I think that could work and, so, I, I, and i will always like and i always like to hear when a rapper takes a new producer mm-hmm. because they're too because they're too basically pretty much new artists yep and they come together and they make a cohesive sound together agree they oh, is it going to be a hand washes hand situation, almost like a Derringer and Conway? Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and that's where I feel like he's not gonna like like bass is not going to miss if he goes with Dar- um with with John Dillinger um because they, I think their sounds complement each other. I think with Chump is going to be more. It's not going to miss. It's going to be take. completely different. You're not going to hear. You're going to hear different bass because of the type of beats that Chump makes. Bass is going to rap. Differently, gonna bring different type of content to the rap, and I would love to see that happen. So I got a challenge. I know both of them I actually may have to A and R that shit. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, exactly, executive, executive Wall Street. Yeah. Man. Sometimes yeah. I gotta remember step. if y'all hear that. Remember y'all heard that first. The tapping. The tapping. You heard what it is. Let's go. Um, third person. Who do we have? Now we get into what we like to call our golden. Boy categories. Oh yeah, he's yeah. I'm, uh, I'm a boy. Let me explain that to you right quick. What that means is we think these two gentlemen are the most ready, out the package mm. right now. No work. Getting the beat. Ready to go. They're ready to go. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So our first one is going to be Mr. Ty Henney. Mm. Representing New Haven, Connecticut. You know what I mean? Shouts out to the two hundred three Pistol Wave in New Haven. Um, Shouts out to Ty Henney. Um, You know, it's funny. I've always heard a lot about Ty Henney. I think Ty Henney and I we had we didn't physically speak, but we traded communications. Uh, I was trying to get an interview with him like two years ago. So I've been on Ty for a while in terms of music, and um, now he's even better. Right. So based on Ty Henney. If you're not familiar with Ty Henney, I'm going to play one or two tracks. I'm only going to play like a minute, probably less, right? But just to give you mm-hmm. people, you listeners, because see, the Polo and I had some time to go back and listen to these artists. As I sure. said, we picked these people because we like them. We are fans. The streets like them. But we're going to play Ty just to give you a taste of Ty Henney, but check him out on the Tapping Podcast. Polo, you ready? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. This one is called Chris Middleton from the Bucks. You heard? This is from Ty Henney. Let's get it. Nigga. Yeah. 4 a.m. the block still jumping. 
going down, he trying to kill Clown. Where your ski mask at? This nigga a real dummy. Building off a jigger, I'll kill you for some pill money. Nigga, I ain't even trying to talk unless you trying to spread. Fuck your little show, I ain't going to go. Let's go. Get it in. Hit it with a one, then again, this shit still a ten. Nigga, for yeah. the bucks, I'll play the corner like I'm middle. Uh. Bitch, fuck hey. the vacation, I got work. You heard it. I let that pussy, but not more than my clientele. It's so fast, got mm. more hitters than the NFL. Woo. He talking his shit. Talk to him, Let's go. Oh my God, that one is Chris Middleton. Chris fucking Middleton. Yeah, heater. He played a corner like Chris Middleton. Middleton. Yo. What you like? What you like that joint or what? You like that joint? That joint fire right fire. there. Can I Still hit you with one more joint? Streets. Yeah, let's bust him with another one. This then. is Ty let's, Henny. Let's make him tap in with, with I don't. By the way, I don't know Ty Henny. Ty and I are not friends. I've never me, interviewed him. Nah, I've never met the man in my life. I don't know like, the I'm guy just, at I'm all. But I do listen to his shit. This one is called Too Fucking Much. Let's go. This is on the 1207 Project from Ty Henny. Make sure y'all check that shit out. This is too much. Let's go. Uh, this ain't gonna go the way you think it's gonna go. Yeah. Don't be thinking about it too much. Never gave a fuck, but nowadays I don't give two fucks. You know I got my tools tight. Started from the bottles hey. and them trenches. Y'all heard the bottles. Fucking white for like a cool class, nigga. Yeah. You be talking hot, but you don't do nothing new. Don't keep flashing all them blickies, bad shoes. When you really out here thugging, you gonna lose some niggas. I know they fake fucking women. I'm just gonna use them niggas for real. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Taking life chances just to make gains. Nigga, I've been having real fallouts with my fake friends. I know this shit over when I'm done. I don't want to shake hands. This shit probably overstood her up after I made plans. Yo. You ain't my bitch. Why you be bitching? I don't understand. Her before I fuck. Oh my god. On your nice stand. Listen, yo, I can make a jump like a white man. Um, <laughs> I, yo, his, it's Tahani. It's Tahani. Okay. Um, and, and mind you, I don't know Tahani. But Ty, if you yeah, out that's there, the whole thing. Me I don't know this, Me or Dane, the tap-in does not know We Ty do Henny. not know Ty Henny. Ty Henny, if this hits your ear, tap in with us. Yeah, you got to tap in with us, homie, because I don't, yo, I know his music. Yo, Polo, what you thinking? What the you boy thinking, Polo? Let's just yeah, be ready. Yeah, he, he's, he's ready. You're right. He's ready. He's, he's ready. He's ready. He's ready. He's like, ready. I done heard him rap over everything. Yeah. We heard a Detroit, Detroit pop. This is like heard a pop over. <laughs> this is traditional like... East Coast beats, down South beats. Yeah, whoever he picking for producers is on point too. By the way, he's got a good collection oh, of producers. Man. Good, yeah, great, great, ear. yeah, great ear. He's got a good like that beat right there. The too much. That's a sample from the Drake shit. 
from the Drake joint. Yeah, yeah that, that, that whoever put the, yeah, all right, yeah, he's ready. So he's ready. He's ready. What I like about ready, Ty, ready to go, is that um, Ty has a great ear. He's got the he's shown me that he has the ability to switch up the flow, which is something that we mentioned about Sholy and Bass that we wanted to see them do. Ty has just done it. Done it. He's given me different flows. Like the two songs different I played pockets. gave me two pockets. He gave us D pocket and then he gave us like some East Coast New York type pocket, right? Um mm-hmm. he, he Ty's just like I looked him up. It's some little young fly ass nigga. The girls clearly love him. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's the one thing that we didn't go into with the other two artists. I'm not saying they're not cool guys and they don't get ladies or whatever the case may be. But Tyler Henny has the look. Yeah, he has he has that like a, a major label is gonna look for like, okay, that that who's got I could put him on a fucking little thing and it sells off. Ty Henny got that that little look. Um, yeah. you know, Ty also from a, a, let's say credibility, cause Connecticut is a funny state. It's like if you not of the <laughs> yeah, streets, if you, not, if you, if you got smut on your name, you're not going to go, you're not going to work here. You're it, not going to work. You, here. you have to have clean name to succeed here in Connecticut. And, um, he, he has, he, he clearly, I've never heard him. anything about him. It's been two years. I haven't heard any 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 negative. So you know, um, I think collectively he's going to be respected because you think he could blow up outside of Connecticut, but Connecticut won't fuck with him if he doesn't have a clean name, right? So I think yeah. he's going to have he'd be able to get, and he's right in the middle of the state in New Haven. That's like the yeah, he's right in he's right on that ninety five ninety one corridor. Correct. So that's another thing he got working for him. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I got I like about Ty. Penny, and I've been noticing this with him. Bass and Sholy talk one drug and one is gangster. Correct. Right? Ty speaks for a whole different demographic that is big in CT. And that's the the perk Poppers, oh, the yeah. Molly Poppers, huge the weed smokers, the Henny and Casamigo drinkers. We outside all night long from the party to the streets. He's talking to the young to niggas. all the girls. He's li- he's talking that young fly lifestyle. He's talking. He talking about before I fuck, I put my gun on a nightstand. He he he's talking that young nigga shit. Yeah, young fly nigga, young fly CT nigga shit. Yeah. That's what he's talking he's about. He's talking about that. Like, let's just be real. Like, yeah. that's what he's talking about here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bass and and um, Sholy, yes, they do something special lyrically. Like, we absolutely that's not. It's not even not a question. That's not even a question. Yeah, it's not a question. Even. Yep. Yeah, it's not even a question. Ty is nice lyrically, also, but the thing he brings in that they necessarily. They probably could touch that pocket, but that's just not the pocket they want to they touch. Wanna, I don't think they want to touch that pocket, yeah. And 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 it's due to maturity. Of course, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, and it's not to say Ty's older, not too. I think old, Ty's younger. Than I think Ty's younger. So, yeah, so they've ma- yeah. so they matured. Mm-hmm. So you're going to hear that in their music, surely and bass. You're going to hear a little bit more maturity in their music. Yeah. Ty is literally out 
outside. He outside. He giving me that. He's giving me as an older guy. He's giving me that immaturity I kind of want. Because you know when yeah, we're older, exactly. we we have exactly. to be we have to be mature. We have to do the right thing. When I listen to Ty Henny, I kind of want to not do the right thing. I want to fucking. I want to go yeah, fuck I with want, the gun on the I want to drink Henny. I, I, I want to go, go. Like let's be I real. Wanna, like I, I want to go corner. up here and like <laughs> pop a couple miles and uh, have some Casamigos <laughs> and get and roll up a couple of spliffs and really get loose. That's you know what, what I mean? Like say. that's the feeling. He gets me he in the zone. He get yeah, and that's why he works. So you know, Ty Henny, fully packaged out the gate. I think he's ready made. Um, I think that if a label were to snatch him right now, he he he's he's good to go. I think his music yeah. travels outside, obviously, of Connecticut. Uh, I think niggas from New York eat that shit up. Clearly, niggas from Detroit, uh, from the D. I think niggas from 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 South Midwest, even that that Miss, uh, Mississippi, Louisiana, yep. that whole area. Like he would sound that Texas great. Area, yeah. he, he would sound great with like a um a, 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 a like a money bag. Yeah, I could see him on a CMG. See, I could see him on a CMG type of flow. I could see him honestly. Who is the dude from? Um, there's some dude from 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 Texas that's fucking night. Like, niggas from Texas. Sauce Walker. I could see him on. A, yeah. I could see him signing with like a Sauce Walker or somebody like that. Like, yeah. Definitely. Or if he, it's just I, he, his pocket of flow could work. Uh, even with a Kodak. Yeah, like I could see him. I could see him with the Sauce Walkers of the world, like because mm-hmm. they independent. And Sauce Walker kind of got a a flow like where like you know what I mean it'll sound cool for an East Coast nigga to get with him. Uh, I can even see a Kodak. Yeah, I can see a Kodak. that situation that type situation that could work out for him. Yeah, because they talking the same young fly nigga shit. Agreed. I could um, definitely see that shit. I would like to see. I could even see him with a QC baby that type situation. Uh, yeah, you know I, I, mean? can, I can see him with that. I just, I, I don't, you know, me knowing dudes from the A, like they rap style, I don't know. I mean, any rapper could sound great with each other, so it could work. I just think he compliments that Sauce Walker Kodak flow Yeah, I think better. he definitely compliments that flow better, but the only yeah. reason why I say QC wasn't even necessarily for Baby, but they got like... Uh, they got, they got reason. Ice right? Bezo, I, oh yeah, I, he would sound great with ice money. water. Oh man, yeah. All them dudes over there too. Yeah, he you know would what I mean? Like they do got water. a Detroit presence over there in Agreed. IQC. Agreed. But um All right. Cool. <laughs> I so, can see him with almost anybody in making a, Ty a could nice work. splash. Ty could definitely work. Shouts out to Ty Henny. Uh once again, tapping with us, man. Uh that'll be great dope to sit down and actually talk with you. Uh fuck around. We could talk some chop shop. Um next one we got is uh Annoyed. Ooh. Right, so annoyed, yeah, and annoyed. Burgundy life been around for a while. Um, he's from Bloomfield, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, Bloomfield. So Bloomfield, shouts out to Bloomfield, Bloomfield Harford area. Yep, yep. Um, annoyed. So, I'll I'll let I'll play the song that I have for him, and I'm gonna we'll we'll do a deep dive into why. So annoyed is one of those artists that we say he's also ready made, um, but for a completely different reason from Ty. Right, so we're ready to play. Let's go. This one is called Most Dangerous from Annoyed. Let's go. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I got the most dangerous job in America. I don't want to rap no more because I'm scared of you. Want to take my life for my money and my ice. He said black people can't have nothing nice. I got the most dangerous job in America. America. 
Let's go. Uh. I got the most dangerous job in America. Uh. Let's go. Let's go. I got the most dangerous job in America. 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 Uh. I got the most dangerous job in America. That's being a rapper, by the way. Wanted to be a rapper ever since I was a sophomore. Now I wanna quit cause I ain't signed up for a lost cause. Might hang it up and do the R&B thing. Cause y'all wouldn't try and take Justin Bieber chain. So why I gotta check in? I flourish in my earnings, I gotta get sent to heaven. I stood up on them stages to stare down your weapons. How they kill rappers talking crazy on the net when I never heard of a dad caring. This kid sent me a DM, don't mean to be a burden. But all these rappers dying me, this thing not even worth it. I saved so many lives with my heartfelt rhyming. So if you take my multiply it by thousands. They say you can take the man, but you can't take the albums. But if you take the man, then he can't tour the albums. It's scary knowing that a straight bullet controls the outcome. Paranoia I shout from residue on the weapon. The powder was never talcum. La familia, I'm near, I never could live without them. Uh. I'm aware of the fear of that mm. death can never be outrun. Woo. The youth die young, might as well get rid of the fountain. Will forever be down one. <laughs> Suffer paranoia, ain't no damn surprise. I ain't worried about being strong. The scared survive. Got me staying out mm. the way like I'm camera shot. I might quit. Sorry if you a fan, cause I got the most dangerous. Yo. That's annoyed most dangerous on the tapping playlist on Spotify. Uh what 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 are we working with here right now with annoyed my guy? This is number four on our list. Yes, sir. Uh annoyed. Mm. Uh, one our second pick, our second pick for Golden Child, Mr. Annoyed, mm-hmm. uh Burgundy Life. Yes. Yes. The kid is nasty, nasty, yeah. nasty at lyrics. Like, yeah. just, oh, like, yeah. and his flow is crazy. Yeah. Wow. He's a ready-made package. Like, you can hear it. Like, if you can't listen to that and hear ready. he's ready-made, it can step. Yeah. Any, any, any one of you lyrical niggas, any one of you lyrical spiritual niggas that really want to get down and dirty... He could go there with you. He could go toe to toe with you. Um, wow. All right. So it's funny because I came into when we originally talked about this artist and talking about our top five that are ready made in Connecticut. Um, I had a different outtake for Annoyed, right? And then yeah. as I started going through the catalogs that he's been putting, because he's active, you know, the things that we asked of like Sholy. He's been doing. He puts out a lot of singles in the projects. Like he's active on on DSPs, and I got mm-hmm. a different take now. I'll tell you my original take, and I'll tell you my take now. My original take was for me to come in and say, "Oh well, annoyed that pretty boy from Bloomfield." And his first single on the radio was more like for the girls, and the little, you know, what I'm saying the girls liked him, and he could go that girly route. Yeah, but then he went on flex and did that freestyle, and everybody realized he's a lyrical dude, and he started going backpacky. That was my original yeah. take. You remember too, I said yeah, that, you right? Yeah, you said he was too rapidly rap. Now, I'm, I mean, now that I actually went back and listened to like the the recent releases, I have a different fucking like this guy's an artist. Yeah, I'm gonna put him in the pocket. I'll may put like a Kendrick. The, the exact like that's what I'm saying. Like. That lane that Kendrick is about, like, because Kendrick about to be, I'm not going to say gone, but he's going to He's out of back. here. He's going to step back. He's, yeah, we, we talked about that. We think that Kendrick may start he's making less music. Back. You're not going to hear too much. Yeah, he's going to go Rihanna on us, to be honest with you. 
Yeah. He, you know, you're not going to hear from him for yeah, a while. You might, you might going to hear from him for another 10. Easily. Five, at least five to 10. He's years. going into Easy. fashion, by the way. But that's that's we're going to save that for another day. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so you're right. I think Annoy, with, with, with Kendrick stepping back, like, this oh, creates a pocket. step into that rapidly rap, y'all can't see me. He can deep, rap. He can rap. deep rain, like. It, his production is crazy because you know one thing that I've always appreciated someone like Kendrick and even let's say Kanye for is that you never know what you're gonna get when you hear a Kanye song. Even on the, on like Kanye's giving me projects that I'm like I wouldn't expect this shit. Um, oh like, yeah, like definitely. like Jesus. When I first oh, heard Jesus, I was, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" But then like after I heard it for a while, I'm like this is not bad. It's just so fucking different. It's it's hard to even like it's hard to digest to digest. But then when you sit with it and you you digest it long enough, you're like, wow, this is actually not a bad fucking album. It's actually not bad, right? Yeah. And I think when you look at even um, Kendrick, like to hear Pimple Butterfly, it's it's it's, it's a, jarring it's, the first it's a time. Jarring you out, you're like, okay, what the fuck is going on, man? This is too much, right? But. You listen to it now, you like, wow, this it's is beautiful. A piece of, it's a, it's a, a beautiful piece of art. Exactly, and I think with 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 annoyed, he has that ability to give you that because what I've been hearing from the singles he's been dropping and the projects is is the beat selections are just like amazing, amazing, they're different. They're not what I expect to be honest with you. Mm-mm. And it's lyrical. Yeah, like, he's lyrical. It's different. He's, it's, it's it's lyrical. It's all over. It's comprehensive, but all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, he's he he's got it, man. I think that he would work well in terms of once again big stage package. I think he he can go the route of once again like a Kendrick. I think if he stays the course, he's that lyrical where it would travel. The the beats. I think a lot of producers that are real producers would want to work with him, um, and he'll make the right selections in terms of sound. Yeah, like and that's one thing I can't say about Ednoy. Every time I hear him. He's always on a beat that fits him. Yeah. No matter how extra it is or how compact it is, it always sounds like he's comfortable. Agreed. And that's and that's hard. You know what I mean? Like that's a that's a ready made thing that you that you sound comfortable. He and he always sounds professional. Like it never sounds like because you know, and that's the big thing with these five rappers. And that was and we're gonna get to the next, the last one. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing I gotta give to each each one of these rappers. They all sound professional, like they don't sound production's great. Like oh, you know what I mean? Like oh, he'd be nice in a couple years, or you know what I mean? Like they all sound like I am nice right now. Correct. You um, see what I'm saying? Like they're ready I would to go. go. Purchase all five of these artists' records right now. This is why they're on the tap-in playlist. And there's more exactly. artists like them that we will eventually talk about in the upcoming episodes. But Annoyed, he's ready to get out of here. Um, I think it's a matter of time. Um, and I, He's going to get there. I hope he gets yeah, there. It's just, it's, just, it's just a matter of time and opportunity. Yeah. I think now we move on to our last and final artist, and this the wild card. Oh man, you said it best. Wild card. This one is the wild card. 
This one is completely different from all the other artists. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I, like he's in. Before we talk about what lane he's in, we're gonna introduce this artist. I've had the opportunity to meet with him as well. I actually had a like a fucking three hour podcast with this guy. It was very. It's probably a very eccentric guy. Okay, there's one of one. All right. Definitely. Shout out to the town, my second home. Shout out to the town, Middletown. Middletown. Shouts out to the Middletown. Shouts out to Double Up. But this artist is Don Z-O-P. Don Z. Yes, sir. Um, Don Z. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play one of his new releases, and I'm going to play something completely different that he's done. And just to give you an idea of his range and how different this guy is, okay? This is Don Z for you listeners. If you're not familiar with Don Z-O-P, check him out on, once again, the tapping playlist on Spotify. This was his new release. This one is called What Else? Let's go. I come. Hey. I come. I come. They on the way now. I'm just talking my shit. They on the way now. I'm sorry, they on me. What else can I say now? I come to win my whip with the bass loud. Come through, pick it with chicks. Let's they go. on the way now. I'm just talking my shit. They on the way now. I'm sorry, they on me. What else can I say now? I'm in a catalog. Fucking, I don't get attached. I give a dental floss. Send them out, and then I'm gone. She get a run around chase. I don't hunt them down. I gotta pick and choose, pimping, I don't take a loss. Hey, why you talking about me, baby, baby? Shut up. Uh, why you standing on the sideline? I see him scheming while I flex, girl. Sex, girl, next girl. I don't fuck an ex, girl. I come to win my whip with the baseline. I'm full, pick it with chicks. They on the way now. I'm just talking my shit. They on the way now. I'm sorry, they on me. What else can I say? Yeah. I come to win my whip. All right, that one right there is called What Else? Now, I'm going to take it to a different fucking angle. This is different. This one's mm. called Pamela. Pamela. Let's go. Let's go. I just made a chocolate, got you out your bubble. Only seeing doubles, rolling in love tumble. It's a bumpy ride when you got no buckles. Miss a piece to your puzzle, still not a couple. We both got struggles, yours you're independent. Mine's just trying to juggle every woman that I've been with. I know I broke y'all, should've known I ain't meant it. I'm on the fall apart, pull my lonesome. Trying to get you in the dark, play some ground songs. 
We can have a conversation, take your clothes off, whipping out the Wrangler, and I got the dose off. Blow your nose off, everybody can't waste it off the deuce. Wow. You gonna do whatever I say. Hey. They gonna do whatever you say. Woo. Cause hey. oh baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hey. With me, baby. I'm a spoil, I'm a pepper, yeah. Too scandalous. Keep it low, better watch out for the fire. Hi, that one is Pamela. So, Don Z. I just played two records from you. Yo. What are you thinking? Not even gonna sit here and hold. The first time I heard Don Z. I didn't really care for the music per se. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, listening to it now and listening to the different pockets he going to, yep. you can't help but to say he is highly, highly, highly talented. Absolutely. I agree. He, like, listen to the two songs you played. Like, that day. was almost on some mellow R&B, and then he almost had like a Wiz Khalifa-type bounce to it. Yo, him being the wild card is really the wild card. Like, he could really take it a lot of different places. Like, yeah. I could see yeah. him being anywhere from a big-time festival last mm-hmm. to him being big on just a regular... You know what I mean? Just big time artists. I I, I agree. I, I I think we're on the same page here. Like when I first heard Don Z, I didn't know much about him. I knew like shouts out to Double Up, my man Nate, my man Dean. Um, they they're in the camp with him, and um, you know, I don't know, man. I didn't can't say I disliked his music or I liked it. It was just he made different music so it was kind of like you know it's not bass and you know what i'm saying like it's not showly no, right not so it's yeah, it just like all. you know I, I didn't really know what to think about it too much um but that was earlier on and we're talking about three four years ago right and then mm-hmm. um i met him i remember i was at a party this is when i was promoting actually and i did a party at a spot called nick's um downtown and it ain't open mm-hmm. no more, but it was like a little Hasa Diddy spot. Here comes this dude comes in. He got tattoos all on. Like, if you meet, you got to meet this guy. This guy, it looks like a fucking rock star, right? Like, you know how Post Malone, he, 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 home got tattoos all over him, his face, his arms. He's got the, the crazy hair. He might be with braids. He may be out with Afro. He got the leather jackets with long boots. This nigga's dressed like a rock star, right? And he, he comes in here, and I remember he had like a suede leather jacket with no shirt on. And he walks in there, he's got leather pants on. Rockstar. Rockstar shit. He got these cowboy boots. I'm like, who the fuck is this nigga? And he comes in and he's Don Z. And I'm like, okay, that's the dude that rap? Okay. So I started piecing together the music with the pre- the image. Then I started listening to how better his music got over the years. It's like he, he I don't know if he just started rapping and then, he, you know, when you become a student, you just, you figure out your pocket. He figured out his pocket. Yeah, and that's what I can say about the first time I heard him, I was like, uh, mm-hmm. it's decent. 
by the second time I heard it, I was like, yo, this kid is on to something. He's on to something. And what you he's what I'm saying, yeah. like he figured out his pocket. He's a festival artist to me. He's the he's the artist that he's gonna sell records. He has the ability to do what Post Malone does. He has the ability to do what a Wiz Khalifa does. He's he's good enough of a rapper to get on a record with an actual like solidified rapper and keep keep with him because he's he's from Connecticut. In Connecticut, you're gonna rap. You gotta know how to rap. So he yeah, has rap, rap. He, he could rap. He could rap. He's good enough to rap with a get on a record and, and even if like it was a fuego, he could hold his own, right? But definitely the thing with him, he's a rock star. He's he's speaking to these these motherfuckers. Like you know who's gonna eat them up? Them college white girls. Them college white dudes. Oh yeah, they gonna love they what gonna he got love to what he got to offer. Give to the world. He's down about Tito's. You go. You listen to him. He's he's out. We outside. We drinking Tito's. We we probably smoking some weed. Not the strong shit, but we smoking some good weed. We probably doing yeah. some cocaine, some yayo. He, he's he's there to part like the party vibes. He's with exactly. it exactly. Like he's there for everybody to have a good time. Oh yes, he's definitely making good time music. You see what I'm saying? Like, he's not there for the bullshit. Yep. He's there to make good content and continue to make good content. Agreed. You know what I mean? Like, Agreed. You know, I feel like music could, could change your energy, and I think when you listen to his music, you're going to walk away excited. You're going to have a great, this, 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 as you said, positive, fun-ass energy. Like, yo, if I listen to his shit, like the Pamela shit, even though it was like a different pocket, like I was in my little vibey mode. Oh, it's my hundred percent a vibe. Like, but everything this dude makes is a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah, he's a vibe. He's a vibe. Um, Don Z's the wild card. I think that out of all of them, I mean, if he stays the course, he may be able to make the most money out of all of them. Because that festival money is big. That yeah, the festival money is big. It's different um, as far as just really being a big time artist. Ooh. I don't know. I mean, I, they, uh, I would they, out of uh, all of these guys, I would say probably him, just because he has the most flexibility. I think I think Henny, um, from a rap perspective, right? I think Henny has the most flexible, and rap is different. Like I've heard Twenty One on songs that I never thought Twenty One should be on, right? And it worked. So I mean, um, Henny has the ability to to do that. I don't know. I think if you want to talk about complete success on a rap sc- scale and what is rap, um, I don't know. This is a that's a tough one. Henny's up there. I think base. We already know where base can go. I, I said if he goes a Rick Ross route, he would be successful. Sholey's probably not going to go the big commercial route because I don't see him wanting to do that. Um, he's gonna be like the album artist. It's gonna be, annoyed could be like that guy, because annoyed could give you everything. I think he could go. He could go more, get more serious than Henny would get. Um, he's lyrically. I just think where any Henny has the edges. A lot of the music right now, niggas want to hear street shit, and Henny's mastered yeah. it. He's mastered the street shit. 
And that's why I just said Henny is kind of where everybody could see. I could see him being the biggest just because everybody from everywhere can relate to him. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, I don't have any favorites out this list. I think we just picked our top five for Connecticut for now. If you agree with this breakdown, um, you know, feel free to let us know. If not, let us let it tell us your artist because we're still trying to discover new artists ourselves, right? We want more people for the tapping, so let us know. And to the artists that we just discussed, if you agree with what we're saying, shout us out. Tap in. But tapping with us anyway. We want to talk to you because we the tapping here. You already know. Uh, so shout out to everybody tuning in once again. You locked in the tapping uh, with Wall Street Dame, my man Polo Square Polo. You got any shout outs? Nah, man, not this week, man. Just everybody <laughs> just, said, just, just have week. some easy living. That's all I ask you. Shouts out, word up. Um, nah, I'm gonna give a shout out once again. Uh, Connecticut. Uh, my man Frenchie. Shouts out to Frenchie. I got trying to chill with my homie, my partner in crime. Um, this past weekend, shout out to my man Mitch in the 203 holding down Bridgeport. He got some uh, a new spot opening up, so make sure y'all go check that. Um, once again, oh, you're locked man. in. With the, and that's your hometown, by the way. Bridge was well, your hometown, but that's the family. You know what I'm saying? Hometown. Um, with my family. You know what I mean? Shout out to my brother, Low. Yes. Shouts out to Low. Um, shout out to everybody tapped in with us here on the tapping. Once again, we on all the DSPs now. We got shit right. So we on Spotify. We on Apple. We on Google. We on every fucking thing. Make sure you come check us. Tell a friend to tell a friend to lock in with us. You will be entertained. We got different type of content today. We got into a hip hop bag, but you never know when the fuck our conversation going to go. Cause we the tapping. If you got a business. You're an artist. You've got something you're doing. I don't care if you're a stripper. I don't give a fuck. If you want to talk and you got a story to tell and you like to get on the mic, tap in with us. We here for that shit. You heard me? Let's go. You're already. And then shout out to everybody that's fucking with us. We fuck with you. Love is love. Peace. Blessings. Tapping. You heard. Let's Til go. Till the next time. Till the next time.